0: Out crew
1: James L Brad Stanton Coach Rosie. Adam from bill Mike Whitaker, Devin Dowling, The Kickout Crew Podcast. Available on all major podcast platforms and watch videos exclusively
0: on YouTube.
1: Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 28 of the Kickout Crew. My God, what a journey. Uh, We want to thank everybody for the continued support. We want to thank our new fans for joining along. Love the last episode. Love the feedback. Thousands and thousands and thousands of DMs, you know, such great shit. Fucking blowing up my uh, inbox, man. I love it. So uh, keep them coming. And, ladies, uh, yeah, I'll save that for later. But uh, anyway, if you notice on the screen right now, we are uh, saying's of uh, one of our boys, uh, Coach Rosie, Josh Rosenbaum. And I uh, want to give, you know, if you listen to last week's episode, you'll know Coach Rosie's a high school basketball coach. Got a damn good team and a good chance of winning state. So he will be sporadic uh, here and there, but, uh, you know, we won't see him as often, uh, every week, like we have been, but we want to give our boy, uh, coach Rosie, some love. I know, uh, you know, that's my dog and, uh, kick ass this uh, basketball season. You know, you got some fans right here and, you know, whenever you're ready, come back to your show. But, uh, you good know, luck, that coach. Being said, what I said, good luck coach. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, and, uh, but that being said, welcome to your show, Kickout Crew. And uh it's enough of me rambling because it ain't my show, so I'm going to kick it on over to Brad. <laughs> so, Brad, what's happening?
2: Just to touch a little bit on what you said there, James, about Coach. Um Yes, he's going to be off for a little bit uh, at the least, at least till March at the very least. So, for now, uh, the future of the show, a lot of people have been asking. We are not replacing Coach. So, we're not looking for a sixth guy at this time. What we're going to do is – so a little peek behind the curtain here. When Unless is Mabel. First... Can Mabel be the sixth man? <laughs> when Shane <James laughs> and I first started talking about this back in April, we had a number of guys in mind. We actually didn't expect every single one of them to say yes. So then all of a sudden we're like, holy shit, we got six guys on the show. What the hell are we going to do with that? Technically we don't need six guys. Um, we can definitely talk all over each other a lot. So for now, we're just going to stick with the five of us and then have a guest. Because I'll tell you what, as you know from episode 12, when he got seven – at a woman that won't stop going diarrhea at the mouth, you're gonna have a three-hour and fifteen-minute episode. No, no names though. Um, she's the first, the, the longest, uh, the longest Twitter handle I've ever heard in my entire life that has Arn Anderson's name in it. You know who you are. Anyway, uh, so the future of the show right now is that it's just gonna be the five of us with someone coming in uh, here and there every week, every other week, maybe, maybe not. It just depends. So, I want to talk about a second show. If you've been on Twitter now, at this point, it has been a week because as you know, again, we record a week in advance. So it's already news that you guys already know that Ringside Rant, uh, we are friends of, friends of the show, of Ringside Rant, RJ and Justin, and lately Pondwater Dave. They are gonna have their last show as you hear this episode tomorrow. Now, I just wanna tell you, I am repping Ringside Rant tonight. If you are watching on YouTube, I'm wearing my Ringside Rant sweatshirt. I just wanna tell you about what Ringside Rant means to me uh rj uh, i've listened to them for a long time and i used to send in questions and then they reached out to me and asked me if i wanted to be on the show this is well over a year ago and i said oh man i've never been on a podcast before uh sure i'll I'll give it a shot so i spent all week with the notes and and watching the matches had the time of my life on the show um devon i know you've been on the show uh i know that adam's been on the show adam that you don't see right now has been on the show brian i believe have you been on the show
3: no I i haven't been on the show yet
2: okay well, anyway, it, it, it gave me the taste, the taste that I wanted to do a little more, which is the reason after doing that, I, a week later, I went on Top Guy Theater. And uh, now, although we're still in the infancy, we uh, have the Kick Out uh, Kickout Crew podcast. And I just want to thank RJ. I want to thank JD, uh, Justin Davis. And I want to thank uh, both of them uh, for giving me the opportunity. And we will miss them. And we hope to have them back soon. I just wanted to give him a shout out. Uh, Great friends of the show. Top guys and good friends of everybody.
1: Yeah. Three good people for sure. Even though RJ likes the bills. (laughs) But I digress.
3: Brian, you got something? Well, I don't know if uh, you guys had saw, but it looks like Top Guy Theater is also going to be stopping as well. Uh, Frank and Brandy had put out some stuff about they're going to be stopping that. So, yeah, uh,
2: I was going to let Adam talk about that a little bit, but you are right wherever he is. Um, but you're right. Um, looks like kick, uh, unfortunately top guy theaters, uh, I I don't, I don't think anything's gone for good, but gone for now. (laughs) As we just said about coach as well. So. Yeah.
0: um, There's a
1: lot of moving pieces in everybody's life. It appears that like all of a sudden happened, which, Hey, it's good, (laughs) you know, movement and improvement, but it just seems like, you know, that's life. And we all came
2: from the same place. We all came from ad free shows. And uh, I think ringside rant and top guy theater, probably one and two coming out of there. Uh, in the beginning uh, I, I uh, filter free as well. so you know it's uh, it's a shame that they're not gonna continue but I know RJ wants to continue um, building roughing it up with Brian Hebner, which is another great show and he's he's only got so many hours in a day so uh, good luck to everybody there.
1: Very true. All right well you. Uh, you know next up on the outline we got uh, Adam so Adam uh, what you got for us this week?
2: You're such an asshole, Adam. <laughs> I freaking spend hours on this outline. Hours.
4: Hours. I didn't even read it this week because I thought I was next.
2: I, I, I'm trying to help Adam out because he said he might have to leave early to go to a basketball game. So I put him early in the outline and I can't find him anywhere.
4: Well, I'll take his place then. Oh, I'll, do, I'll do his. Why not? Why not? Since I go second all the time anyways. I know. So, so for, first of all. Like you said, you know, ringside rant. Congratulations, y'all. Like, miss y'all. RJ and Justin, you know, y'all great people. We're going to miss you. Second of all, I got to ask y'all this Halloween shit going on. Because I don't know about y'all, but me, when I was a kid, we went on Halloween. This year, I've been to seven different things in one week. What the fuck is that? Do I got to buy seven different costumes for each kid or do I? they just keep wearing the same fucking costume? Because when I was a kid, we just wore one costume at one time and threw it in the garbage. We were done. But this shit right here is ridiculous to me.
1: It is. Your screen, ridiculous right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is. I've seen it.
4: Y'all froze too.
1: But do I understand... The- because I know some friends and stuff that have kids and they do this like trunk or tree shit, but then they also do like some thing at school, which we had our costume thing at work, uh, as you're hearing this a week ago, and uh, it was a little excessive too, because I was like, it's not Halloween, but bah, whatever.
4: Yeah, we have, I mean, we've had things every day this week and they're at the school right now doing another thing and there's another thing tomorrow and there's nothing Saturday, but nothing on Monday on Halloween. <laughs>
2: Well, that's for trick or treating.
4: <laughs> There's nothing going on. That's that's this week and that's Saturday.
0: Monday. Yeah, you go.
4: Oh it. yeah, last Monday. There was nothing. <laughs> I was just, I think it's ridiculous. That.
2: So we're having a trunk or treat at work tomorrow. Uh, as you we you hear this, it was last Friday, <laughs> but we're having one at work tomorrow. I'm off on Fridays. I'm going in, and it is. Uh, I just got a text from my boss. I said, uh, "What's the finance team up to?" for the for the truck retreat i don't know (laughs) but i hear you there is a lot out there mike Uh, a lot of different things there's like it's like halloween week you know it's like your birthday weekend right speaking of somebody have a birthday um maybe mr whitaker 47 years young
4: 47 (laughs) (laughs) I yeah
1: happy birthday yeah getting
4: i'm getting there thank you guys thank
1: you happy birthday
3: Happy birthday, man.
1: Still younger than Ed. Thank Ned. you.
3: Yeah.
4: What are you going <laughs> to do, drink young some, Ned,
1: fix some ass and you run out of beer?
4: <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's it.
1: But hey, I do want to go Maybe. back to this Halloween thing real quick. Cause anybody, To our fans out there, if you have ever given kids drugs and Halloween candy, DM me, please. Because you always hear, like, oh, you better check the kids' candy, check the kids' candy. Drugs are expensive. You ain't just handing that shit out to children. So uh, no, I uh, agree. Kids, drugs, on Halloween. DM me please, cause I want to see the statistics. Cause I think it's goose egg. It I should agree. be zero. Cause sure. yeah,
3: who who's gonna take that time to just inject a dr- drugs into that candy anyway?
1: It's like like, come like on. hey hey, I need to spend like four hundred dollars on these drugs. Why? Well. Gonna not use them, but give them all in candy. Like, that makes yeah, what kind
2: funny. of drugs are we talking here? Like, I might be interested.
4: Yeah, right. And like, <laughs> Brad, you have kids. Um, yeah, how do you good. feel about? How do you feel about like the trunk of treat thing compared to regular Halloween? Like I, I going door to door. I
2: did like it because um. So in Philadelphia, I, and I don't know how you guys do it. You guys have like uh, scheduled Halloween time in your town.
4: Yeah, yeah
5: it's well,
2: like 5 here, 30 yes. 5:30 to 7:30. 5:30 no. to 7:30. We start at 6. And it I always thought that was odd because it, we're, my hometown is out near Pittsburgh and it was 4 to 6 done. Okay? Basically keeping the lights out. The light, you know, they wanted the light out for the kids. But in Philly, really, they start when it's dark and it goes till whenever the hell you want. So I did like the trucker treat when they were little because I don't know. it Just it felt a little one-stop weird. One stop
1: You wanted a one stop shop. You didn't want to walk up and down the streets. You're like, "Fuck it, we're going here. We're done. We're out." It's, it's literally it's
2: forty trunks and you're out. And it's yeah. just as much and, candy, and you're done in forty minutes, thirty minutes. We did. Yeah. Three, we probably did two or three of them. We did whatever at the school, and then we trick or treated. It was a lot. My daughter would wear three costumes a year back when she was little.
4: Yeah,
0: my see, friend,
2: my friend would be the same. Spider Man, Black Spider Man, or Red Spider Man every year. He didn't care. He didn't yeah. care the Hulk.
4: and see, I kind of like it, like that trunk of tree thing, because especially here, I got three houses that live on my hill. That's it. We had to walk or drive and then get out of the car and then do the like. So screw all that. Now, when I was in at home in Daytona, that was different because you had house, 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 house in and a whole you the, neighborhood
1: the rich neighborhoods to hit and like and you, you know, know the, yeah damn yeah, right
4: damn <laughs> right we we knew that one house that gave out that five dollar bill to everybody instead of giving out candy so God. what $5? we knew no, that I one ha- a saying, five dollar bill
1: you want to Only talk three about three multiple costumes I've been hitting that house. Yeah. believe me
4: costumes. that that house.
2: Ha- <laughs> oh look at this guy frozen like frozen like wozen again
1: hey the one coach, time coach? when
3: Coach is gone, but he's Mike's taking over the internet choppiness <laughs> and spirit here.
0: That is your hearing no spirit, really please, <laughs>
2: please watch this on YouTube. Please watch this on YouTube. I think we need to take a- damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think
4: <laughs> I, need- I don't know what the fuck's up with my internet. I got Coach Rosie internet right now. Well, he bailed out and now I got his fucking internet.
2: So you make a good point though, Mike. If you're in a like a rural town where there's not a lot of houses, yeah. Yeah, a trunk retreat really works good because you know you're going to, everybody's going to the community, <clears throat> going to this place, and you're going to get candy. That's a great point. I don't live in, I live in a suburb, Philadelphia suburb. So, you know, we, we, it, it, this neighborhood's pretty alive, but I, that is a good point. That, that's a good right. thing for your
0: community, for sure. Yeah,
4: you know, and, and we do it. Like, we do it like at our rec department. Then we do it at, at the courthouse. They might do it at a church, you know. So it's one stop shop, courthouse, huh? One stop shop. Go, yeah, you know, go exactly. City
2: battle, go, and then uh, go get the candy. Go, you know, one stop shop. They're in there. Who's going to get the kid? And then you get the candy on the outside. What am I doing? What am I doing
1: here? <laughs> you know what we didn't do? We did not introduce our guests. We just started blabbing about Halloween and stuff. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, we're done. With, Mike's done anyway. He's frozen. In welcome bed. back to the show, Bryant. And this time it's good to be on the show Woo! with you. You know, I was in my fucking James Travels the World escapade after Top Guy weekend. So I wasn't on that episode except for the very beginning when I also had Internet issues. So it's good to see that come full circle. And I want to welcome yes. you to the show. And uh, You got anything, uh, you know, update our thousands of fans on that, uh, you know, since the last time you were here?
3: Well, as a humble brag, I'd like to brag being the first repeat guest. Um, so go, I've got man, that too. something to brag about for me here. Uh, honestly, not much is going on for me. Just staying with work and uh, starting wrestling season here in a, about a month now. So be getting ready to uh, have some fun there. Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: And for those that don't know, and this is a shameless plug, Brian, he's the guy that took the Vince McMahon leaping out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I did do that, didn't I? Yes. There is and also I something else about Brian. Yeah.
2: If you have any question in the history of wrestling, he knows the answer. Yes, That's he does. A fact. That is a fact. You answered a question on that show that you were on, and it wasn't even for the right show, but you knew what he was talking about, Frank. Frank was asked the question yeah. about an announcer. from It was the wrong season and everything, but you still named the announcer. And yeah. he wasn't even on that show, but you knew who he meant. <laughs> My yep.
3: friend, that is well done. <laughs> I, I always enjoy telling people I am a useless bag of
1: information on wrestling.
3: Like that is uh that's what I like to say is my claim to fame. What's your hey, wife you know a, think
1: of that? You know a lot of announcers and stuff, because I may need to hit you up on something who's <laughs> like, Hey, who commentated this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. I did
1: uh, I told Brad I told Brad once, I'm
3: like, I'll fact check all your stuff for if yeah. you want. I don't care. I mean Yeah, he's our he could be our researcher at times.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: You'll get paid zero dollars. Yeah. Give me a percentage of zero. I'm in for that.
3: I'm used to getting that on some stuff. So, anyway. So, hey, thanks for being here, Brian. But yeah, no, thank you guys for the invite. I appreciate it. So, hopefully, I can be
1: as entertaining as Coach. Wow. Hey. Can you make a bagel? Can you go to a nightclub my- in the middle of an episode?
3: <laughs> I don't know if I could get Ric Flair or anything, but I mean.
1: Well, neither could he. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we'll say this about Coach. He can say the
2: word uh, Jim Carrey, and we'll talk for 30 minutes. That was amazing. Like That's He doesn't right. know, how to, he does know how to start a conversation for sure. <laughs> so yes. maybe you can do some of that,
1: you know? I can I do that. I thought yeah. Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mountain was a good movie. Oh, wait a minute. There, what right. the hell? I watched that movie. What in the world? Hey man. When you have bad luck and love, it makes a lot of sense. I made a lot of sense at the end.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna throw out there for a Jim Carrey movie, the number 23. Have you guys seen that? I like that
1: one too, yeah.
3: That's good. That's a good Jim Carrey that's
1: movie. That's a that's a <laughs> yeah, it's for both a switch for sure. I definitely saw yeah. it. I don't remember it. Well, watch it again. Yeah, watch it again. No yeah. spoilers.
4: Just like these matches. I just watched them. I still don't remember them.
1: Yeah, ain't that the truth. <laughs> Which brings us to, I guess, uh, today's agenda, Brad. <laughs> go ahead and, uh, you know, okay, now it's so, November and we've had all the Halloween we can get. Yeah,
2: and it, yeah. we talked about it for the first half of this episode. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Whitaker. Um, but, uh, so this, uh, we're going to change it up. Uh, we're, I'm not going to say that we're going to do this every week, even though we're going to talk about a series. We're talking about bringing guests on and stuff like that, maybe some celebrity guests who knows but we are starting what's called a titles series that was a mike whitaker's idea genius by the way and uh so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about a particular title and a couple of matches associated with the title there are a lot of titles out there you know my favorite of course is the 24 7 title but nobody wanted to do that this week because all the matches are 36 seconds or four seconds
1: or one second i wouldn't mind doing a couple of those actually that'd be fucking awesome dude we could (laughs) be bed by eight o'clock right I like how Brad Brad would be like, and then they came in for a roll-up. All right, and that's the end of the match.
3: (laughs) At that point, you could cover, what, 10 or 12 of those matches in an episode? And then I would say,
1: as a wrestling tourist.
2: (laughs) So, anyway, we're going to start with one that uh, you may be familiar with. We we were watching at the time. Some of us may be more familiar than others. We're starting with the ECW title. ECW, ECW. And it is going to be the ECW era, no matter how much Devin tried to WWE it up. We stuck with ECW when it was ECW, uh, the Paul Heyman
1: ECW, Philadelphia's own ECW, James. I thought it was a rib. Here's a a little peek behind the curtain. I completely forgot we were doing the title thing, and I thought we were doing a month of ECW shows. And I was like, this has to be a Brad-like. We can just jack off Philly for a whole month. Like, this has to be a Brad thing. My birthday month, and I thought we were just going to jack off Philly the whole time.
5: Our birthday month.
2: By the way, James, you might be getting a special (laughs) shout-out on your birthday from someone special. But we're going to go ahead and leave it at that for now. Anyway, so, Mike, why don't you go ahead and give us a little bit. We're going to share this moment here. Give us a little bit of history of the ECW title. Mike, take it away.
4: I'll take it away.
1: It
4: was first introduced in 92 as the NWA ECW World Heavyweight title and Jimmy Snuka being the first champion. Imagine that. That was when ECW was Eastern Championship Wrestling. In 94, the title was vacated and there was a tournament organized for a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And in the finals, it was Shane Douglas and Scorpio, or two-cold Scorpio in the finals, where Shane Douglas would win. He would immediately disqualify or take it out as the NWA World Heavyweight title and start calling it the ECW World Heavyweight title. And that is when we became noticed to the greatest organization ever as Extreme Championship Wrestling.
1: Fucking guy, right? <laughs> that was the biggest. That was huge back in the day when he slammed that title on the ground. And even the NWA people did not even know that was happening. And they were, ooh, there was some litigation. Nobody happening.
0: knew. That's real yeah.
4: shit. And it, it came from ECW. That's when ECW went from Eastern Championship to Extreme. And... Awesome. It lived up until April, uh, April 11th, 01, when WWE bought ECW and it said, fuck y'all, Vince McMahon's the ECW champion. Right. Whenever the fuck you wanted. Very first episode, that.
1: Zombies, which in the archives, <laughs> when Corey Graves was like, no, you're not seeing the reboot of
0: ECW.
1: <laughs> uh, excellent, Mike. Excellent. So, James, after you're done sipping that beer, Back to, well, back to you, James. Oh, you mean the cold, refreshing taste of natural light? Mmm. Still waiting on a t-shirt <laughs> or something. Just something, man. I drink your product. I ain't asking me to pay me. <laughs> Why don't you just give me a free one here and there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. So, I could
3: like
1: throw you keg. something
3: a cozy even. I mean, come on.
1: Just hook me up with a kegerator, and I'll have it right there. <laughs> and you'll know, be good to go. But no, so it's a match one time, huh? Oh, boy. Fuck. <laughs> Yes, you all ready to get extreme? Dude, I am ready.
0: Extreme.
4: Oh, Brad disappeared. Oh, like the- oh Brad, Brad disappeared gone. again. He's Brad's naked. naked
0: Brad. <laughs> you definitely oh, you need go. to watch it. Oh, there
1: it is. The BWO. Yes. Well, the very uh, <laughs> the first match. Was- Brad,
4: you got more hair on your back than you do your head.
1: <laughs> that ain't true. <laughs> <laughs> Did you wear that for a specific reason for this match? Oh, maybe. Coinciding with said pay-per-view? What match? Well, it's uh, Sandman versus Raven for the UW World Heavyweight Championship from November to remember 1996, which took place November 16th of that year. Uh, We're almost on the anniversary of that, I guess, When well, like two weeks out. You know, because we're current in everything. Uh, it takes place yes. at the 2300 you know, ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: now nah, we're not going to do that again, right, Amy? It had an attendance of 1,500 or 1,250, depending on what you check, but at the time was the largest ECW crowd there. Mm. It had a match length of... 15 minutes or 12 minutes, whatever, I think is eight seconds, depending on if you hear the announcer in the match. And uh, Meltzer gave it negative one star. What? Negative one. Well, at least he watched I
4: them. wonder why.
1: Did he that, swing? Was that, that was a
4: sway and a miss. <laughs>
1: hey. Did this guy come back, huh? But that is the intro to the match. But as we're all wondering, hey, Devin. How did we get there?
2: Alright, so
5: this feud between Raven and Sandman I knew nothing about before doing the research
3: for. Her. Big shocker! <laughs> Holy ne- crap, is this insane. What are you, negative one at this point? Uh, yeah. This. Yeah. So, yeah, he
2: looks just like him too. This
3: November
5: to, November to remember pay-per-view was 360 days before I was born. But a couple so months later, like
1: getting high, drinking beers, looking at your mom, like, Hey, girl, hey, <laughs> all right, let's move on. So, at Hardcore
5: Heaven in 1996, Raven first defeats the Sandman and captures the ECW championship with help from interference by the Nest, which was the shirt that Brad's wearing right now, the Blue World Order. So, and then, uh, throughout the next Few weeks after, Raven would really try to get into Sandman's head. He'd uh, he'd actually manipulate Sandman's ex-wife Lori and his son Tyler, and get them to end up joining the nest. Um, he would uh, Raven would brainwash Tyler Tyler and Lori to believing he's a god among men. He uh, <coughs> yeah, and then uh, a little bit later, a couple months later, they had one of the most controversial angles that I've ever seen. In pro wrestling history. It's actually the f- whole reason that Kurt Angle did not sign with ECW. Raven and the Ness would tie the Sandman to a cross after beating the shit out of him and hang him against the ring. It, Is there a uh, name for that? It's, yeah. Uh, it's a well, was it a
4: cross or a
1: crucifix? Correct. Or a symbol. But, but it was, man. It was a crucifix. It, uh, that's a rough There's thing to do cold in the like mid-90s. Like, do ever. So, like who, who, who did it first,
4: ECW <laughs> or WWE?
1: ECW did it first.
4: So then why did he sign with WWE when they did it too?
1: Because it was a symbol. Call him. I'm going to call him and ask him. Hold quiz, on. Mike. <laughs> but I got to ask so, him. Look at that. You got Rosie's internet. Now you got Rosie's <laughs> <laughs> credentials. Like, call people. Like, ah, I'm going to hit him up.
4: He gave, me, he gave me some of his contact information <laughs> just in case. Thanks, Coach.
5: So about a month after the crucifixion angle, the Sandman and Tommy Dreamer would face, uh, it actually ended up being Stevie Richards and primetime Brian Lee. And that's when the Sandman would recapture the ECW championship. Um, throughout the next couple months, Raven would just continue this torturing Sandman every way he could. He got uh, Sandman's son, Tyler, to say that he wants Raven to be his father. He got Tyler to slap the Sandman. Uh, He really got into Sandman's head getting his family to turn against him. That's kind of the whole metamorphosis of this match. The entire feud, the angle is just Raven getting everyone to turn against Sandman.
1: Hey Dominic, I'm your poppy.
2: Tremendous. Yes. (laughs) All right. so getting into the match here, Raven versus Sandman, like we said, Raven in the ring with a lot of people. We have Lori Fullington and Tyler Fullington. Now, like you said, this is the. Was it his ex-wife at the time, or is it his ex-wife? Like, were they was that in story? Do you know the answer to that, Devin? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. That's but it David. is his ex-wife now. I promise you that much. He looks
1: very. I know it's the gimmick. Uh, it is the you know, gimmick. It's the gimmick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like a birthday yeah. per- rough.
2: <laughs> so, so I mean, this is really uh, extreme here. Well, not well Brad, done.
1: you're passing over the most important part, like your shirt.
2: Well, I'm not done. So then we have the the Blue Meanie, Stevie Richards, and Supernova, known as the Blue World Order. Devin, what the hell is this, man? Well, you already answered it. So that was what I had in the notes. But you already gave me a great build, so we know what this
1: is. (laughs) Their first time.
2: Everybody against the Sandman and his family, apparently. Anybody here ever been to the ECW arena? Okay, well, I have. Go
1: figure, right? <laughs> yeah, it's in Philly. Never. Not during
2: silly. this time, but I've been there a number of times since, and apparently they've cleaned it up. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> so Stevie Richards here is giving a long speech. Sandman attacks with no, without his music even playing. And then we have Stevie Richards on the commentary. James, what did you think of this?
1: It was, I thought it was kind of, you know, funny, honestly, but it was. <laughs> a couple of the calls he makes where you know, it's like uh, he's attacking his left arm because he is left handed and the grabs like pops big for it but I, I thought it was funny to do um, if you overdo it I think it's a little much like I think you should have had a little more Joey Styles maybe a little less Stevie but that's just me cause, but I don't know in the uh, live arena how ECW was back in that day I wasn't a watcher but it may have been like oh this is fucking awesome you know yeah, for sure uh,
0: i think
4: i think it was good for like that match yeah. just you know it, it brought something different in the whole thing and you have somebody out there on ringside on the other opponent's you know side calling the match so i, I thought it was pretty cool for him well, to then do that
2: i was going to ask you see i was going to i'm going to skip down a little bit here mike do you think it was hard for the wrestlers to concentrate
4: well i mean do you think they're paying attention to him Yeah, are they just working? I
3: think
0: think Stevie's
3: purposely trying to
1: pop them.
4: Stevie's
3: admitting his whole purpose was to always get Raven to break and laugh. So I could see Raven going for it and listening, yeah. So, uh, Brian, do you think this is borderline ridiculous or is it just fun? I think it's fun. Um, But the only thing I was – like, I was wishing, like, Blue Mini would jump on or Nova would, like, jump in with some commentary – like, kind of pass it back and forth rather than just have Stevie do the whole do the match.
1: But I thought, especially, especially as funny <clears> as <throat> meaning is, yes.
4: So, what if, like, right say, like next Monday we have Judgment Day out there in a match and we have Dominic out there wrestling and Finn Balor calling the match? Would you like it? Would you like that? Would you think it's
3: I would be for that? I think
4: it would be. <laughs> hilarious.
3: Have you seen Booker T do it in TNA? Oh man. <laughs> that's <laughs> the calling like everything.
1: He's dudes doing. Ass while commentating, yeah. it, while totally
3: commentating it? That's hilarious. It's great. <laughs> of course I would love if Finn did that.
4: But wasn't there a wrest wasn't there somebody that did it one time as they were wrestling, calling their own matches? Booker T. Yeah,
3: that's what
5: Broughton. Okay, was yeah. About. Okay,
4: yeah, it was Booker T, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Guys. I thought it was somebody in WWE though.
3: Well, Amy's Jerry Lawler's back. done. Jerry Lawler's done it a few times back in the, uh, his um, when he was kind of in between wrestling and commentating. He would do it during his heel run. Okay.
2: So I was just answering a tweet on Twitter from Amy. I just uh, a little rebuttal there, no big deal. So anyway, um, this a lot of arm wrenches by Raven. <laughs> Sandman throws Raven through the ropes. Um, James, do you see how close the fans and the and like the the, the guardrail is or the what do they call that? The gate is and like to the actual wrestlers did you notice that a barricade type thing
1: Barricade. thank you well yeah, they bring man. it in the ring later so hey, i'll talk more about barricades later for sure but oh yeah I bet looking forward I'll to look it to <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> but i uh well the ecw crowd was kind of a different crowd and uh you know like even when stevie richards at the beginning was like we're gonna do some real wrestling and not the what do you call it, like glorified acrobatics or whatever it was you just see one dude in the front, just like, ah, just like clapping, losing it. So. It's still
2: that way, by the way. It still is pretty intense. It's like a middle class crowd, you know what I mean? It is, it is a lot of fun. It, James, I know how you feel about Philadelphia, and I know we have a lot of fun back and forth. But it's your kind of people down there. I'm telling you
1: right oh, now. Oh God, fucking, shows over. You would <laughs> be have, all of you would be having fun at this. Dude, now if you like legit, the wrestling showcase. Show. I'll see you with like Rosie at state championship. I'm out. <laughs> Just, all
2: right, so just My pretend it's people, wrestling showcase. Really? Everybody's, except everybody's pissed all over the floor, okay? <laughs> and the chairs are a little bit out of order, and it doesn't matter what your your ticket is, because you can, you just sit wherever you want. Even if it's the front row, it's the last row. Just find a seat. So, Did you um, see
5: on both these matches we covered, or that we're covering today? If you look up, like, slightly to the left, there's this guy with long hair and glasses. He's in both yeah. matches sitting in the same spot.
1: Yeah, I think his name's Mr. Dowling
0: i wish 360, <laughs> I wish. 360 days
1: cool. ahead of time you're a time traveler you <laughs>
6: son of a bitch
1: I wish. so we we have sandman's wife and
2: kid uh acting crazy on the outside of the ring um Devin, did you think that the wrestling in this performance was too sloppy and if it is or does it even matter
5: uh no i i think it really doesn't matter. It definitely was sloppy, but it's kind of just like Raven showing that he can out wrestle Sandman. I don't think it was like a, I don't think it was necessary. It's kind of just them poking fun at Sandman. Like, look what I can do to you. You're gonna to have to use this weapon when I can just wrestle you.
2: Speaking of Sandman, I did message him if he wanted to come on the show and do a watch along style of this match. I have not heard back. If he does get back to me in the middle of the show, we're gonna do a pivot.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, you're damn right we will. If Man Jones on here, he fucking, we'll do whatever He's the off. hell Samman wants yes. to do.
2: <laughs> so, James, who are the real announcers today?
1: Stevie Richards.
2: Come on, man. We already did that part.
1: Oh. <laughs> I, Joey Styles had a couple one-liners, it appeared, but it seemed like Stevie Richards was the guy. All right, fine. I do want to say with the, uh, the wrestling, like to double back on Devin's thing, or you're, you know, the sloppy uh, wrestling thing. When there's a highly personal, you know, uh, feud like this, I think the less choreographed looking makes it better because it's like, hey, man, that's my wife and kid. You're like, I'm going to fuck you up, you know? And I think it just goes better with the feud that it doesn't have to all be perfect when there's a uh, highly personal feud like this.
2: Mike, is that's this from the, the great problem. mind of Heyman or what?
4: Oh, Definitely. Definitely. He has a little Vince McMahon that, in him, doesn't he? He does
2: <laughs> like, like a raw version of Vince McMahon to me. So, um, Ray, like, uh, so we have uh, Raven arm, uh, armbar bar submission throws uh, Sandman throws Raven out of the ring, Sandman hitting Raven with a gas can. Adam, how does that feel? Yeah, I'm giving you the finger, dude. Hey, anyway. Um, hey, just ask Brian every Adam. Question. I have Brian on here already.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get Brian
2: to tw- get Brian two time. Brian are you enjoying this for what it is can you enjoy it for what it is or does it like just not age well for you
3: no you can still enjoy it for what it is because it's kind of like James was saying like you you still sense that Sandman's the bitterness of his family turning and coming after Raven for the revenge so like it still goes it still ages well but like some of the shots you see him take that's the part that doesn't that kind of makes you cringe a little bit well, that doesn't age well. It never
2: does. With the chair yeah. shots, knowing what we know now, we've talked about that right. a number of times on this show. Oh yeah, and, and ECW was as worse as ever. But you know, if you hear these guys talk, they make it sound like they were safe. Now I've seen um, that documentary of on, um damn it, the gangsters. So who am I forgetting? Who's what's his name? Tell me, New, New Jack. Jack, New Jack, and Mustafa. Thank you so yeah. much. When he throws that guy off the scaffold,
0: that's real. Nothing
2: safe about that uh, you can't do it safe the guy lived just for and didn't get hurt as bad because of luck but they do say they were pretty safe overall so uh mike what did you think of all the blood
4: love it i love blood
2: you love blood i thought you were scared of blood Is
0: that-
4: well i am i mean it's my blood i mean i get it over damn pinch on my finger and i get freaked out and i need to go to hospital yeah if it's not my blood i don't give a shit
0: you
2: like needles
4: nope
2: how about snakes? Well, an intervention <laughs> <laughs> are you afraid of rats
4: no i got a snake so rats? i feed the damn
2: georgie no damn. my snake eats rats what kind of snake you have mike
4: a um i don't know a bino ball,
2: ball python
4: it's a python but it's a ghost recon python or some shit i, I don't know
2: well, I have a ball python, so I just want to. Just, uh, this is yeah, this. no, really. I'm like, mine's like, right go, now,
4: huh? mine's like a python, but it's all white.
1: <laughs> I gotta be in a Vienna sausage. Ooh, <laughs> there it is. Raven, actually, of, well, technically, it's
4: not my snake, it's my daughter's snake because she loves it.
2: So, Raven kind of puts Man through the table, <laughs> looks very botched. Bryant, what did you think of that move?
3: I actually didn't think the table was supposed to break there, no? it just looks like he was trying to throw him on it, uh, but. A lot of those tables, I feel like they're pretty flimsy anyway. So, like, even just a little bit of pressure, especially two guys at their size going through it, I, I see why it broke. Gotcha.
2: So, foot to the chair, to the face of Raven, DDT by Sam to Raven, and he picks him up with no pin. Devin, what kind of move is this? Who's the baby face? Who's the heel? Does the baby face ever pick the heel up?
5: No, but not it's, it's not about winning right here. Sandman still wants to beat the hell out of Raven.
2: So a good psychology, you think?
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like he, he's a, he might have the win, but he hasn't finished giving Raven the true beating that he deserves.
4: So, Devin, would you do the same thing if uh, Raven took Erica from you?
2: Hell yeah, kick uh, Raven's ass. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, get, wait a minute, we have Adam welcome, sick boy. Perfect name for you. The Ravens flock is here today.
1: Hey, if you want to do walk 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 and dip, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> walking, dude.
2: man, you look like <laughs> shit. <laughs> right, right, right
1: this this is the first
3: time I've ever seen you not wearing a hat.
2: He's that's his that's his new haircut for men' hairpiece. Oh, did he yeah. go to the side?
1: Oh, he did that flick and everything. That
3: beautiful hair flip. That, yeah. that beautiful hair flip right there. And just oh. think,
2: you guys wanted to wait for him to jump on. It's
6: been 44
2: minutes. <laughs> I, I tried did to it? make him wait. I tried to make him wait,
0: actually.
6: Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate it. I, it's it's, it's funny. Right, my my daughter sent her boyfriend to come get me so I can try to go to the ball game. She doesn't even want me driving. All
3: right. Well, that's fun. That's so <laughs> um, nice.
6: But <laughs> so you'll see a random kid pop up here in a minute. I don't want what y'all thinking. I've, I've got random kids just at my house.
3: <laughs> I figured you did, but I mean, that's just... Did you I have think you it's down there. Kids,
1: So it's like you, you know, like a yeah. friend like of your children. Yeah, but like, my
6: kids ain't here and he is. It's just gonna look funny. Yeah, it's those hands
1: and shit. It's like you watch the matches. Your
6: kids. Have you watched uh, the matches? Yeah, I watched uh Taz or I tried to watch Taz and Sabu. It's, that's just that and that's just so long.
2: Did you watch <laughs> the other one by chance that we're talking about right now while
6: no, we're asking no. questions? Okay, so, I'm gonna just,
2: I'm gonna make this real simple for you, okay? All right, so anyway, back to the show. Sandman hits the referee for some reason. Uh, Stevie Richards DDT by Raven. Then we have all the goons setting up the table. The Blue World Order. Me, Meanie with the moonsault off the top. James, tell me mm. about this move.
1: Well, it's uh, you get on the top rope, you see, and you you tuck the head, and you you know you grab, and you you want to lift, but they also want to lift too. It's kind of a give or take thing. And you both have to fully commit, or else somebody's gonna fuck themselves up. So you know, wrestling's kind of like a tango, Brad. You know, it takes two to tango. So just because you can do the move, you know, like you gotta have your partner. Is that what you were talking about? I'm talking. Have, about have you Blue. have you and Adam been
4: talking behind the scenes?
1: <laughs> yeah. Blue, Blue
2: Meanie. Speaking to the figure four reverse. Oh, let's talk about Blue Meanie. Uh, and let's face it, Blue Meanie. Admittedly, he
1: hey, I do like gut out like he's got gut out right here. He was it's never in tremendous awesome. shape,
2: but he's doing a moonsault off the top rope through a table. I just want to. First off, I'm a huge Blue Mini fan. I, I wouldn't say I know him personally, but I've talked to him face to face a few times. He's a good guy. He doesn't charge you for nothing when you see him. He just wants to get pictures. He just loves the fan. Hey, but I will man, say
1: that this is the a moonsault, fan. that was extreme. <laughs> and I got to <laughs> correct you, Brad. You said through
5: the table. They did it not go great. through the I table.
2: <laughs> but still an impressive move, nonetheless. But did you ask me that
1: question specifically?
0: No, I, I didn't. A and fat as soon guy as I
2: knew
1: it to I where would, <laughs> would I rather be, Brad? Broke or fat?
2: Where would I rather be? Broke or fat? Go not fuck up question, Brad. Fucking what
1: can't oh, wait till we cover Mabel and you just have me talk about the whole match. Hey, James, you're fat. <laughs> tell us what Mabel's thinking right
2: here. Let me tell you what. I'll talk about Stone Cold being bold all day. I am not a for
1: me, sir. But it's
2: a funny thing about this move is there are no easy dub chance for this at the time when this actually happens, which shocks me. Uh so anyway, um, but how about uh I don't know what I'm talking about here. Raven puts Sandman through the table, out at two. Devin as. Was that too long at that point? Do you think he waited too long to cover him?
5: Uh, no, because Raven, he's pretty beat up too. So like, I think it was so just think showing the cool? wear and tear over the match. Okay,
2: that's a good point, Mike. Any chance these two didn't get a lot of medical
1: attention after this?
4: Um, probably not. They weren't getting paid. You think the medical staff was getting I was paid?
1: Say, you think? Do <laughs> I I mean... the medical staff to be on call? <laughs> no.
4: I mean, they had somebody from 7-Eleven up there or whatever the hell you guys up there in Philly. I mean.
1: We do have some We got duct tape and super Supergloom. Okay. We'll get you right, yeah. right.
4: <laughs> there.
6: It's a Sabu them. treatment.
4: Yeah. It's a Sabu treatment.
1: Really?
0: Yeah.
6: For real. Yeah. We'll put your sign. You we'll put your sign on the pay-per-view. We'll just we'll post it. If you'll just tape our guys up, we'll put your advertisement right there on the screen.
3: There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, Adam, I'm going to go ahead, since you didn't watch the match, I'm going to just talk about this one part, though. There's a lot of weapons being used, I mean, like tables and stuff like that. And then guess what they start doing, Adam? They start doing punches. What does this do to the match?
6: So let's hit guys with the kendo sticks and ball bats and, and chairs. <laughs> and then let's go chop That That's going to teach them.
4: Yeah, because those kendo sticks are real.
6: Apparently. Those, those, kendo sticks, <laughs> those kendo sticks suck if they're, if they're made right. But then after that, oh, let's just go punch him. See how that works. It just don't. It's re, it's kind of like a reverse. Like are it, we at the to, Kendo sticks yet? Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's like where you want to do. Oh, okay. Well, let's go jump off a mountain, and then we'll go do the go to the shallow end. Yeah, it doesn't make exactly. any sense. You're doing it ass backwards.
2: I totally agree. The punches don't make sense here, especially them hurting. You can punch them, but it shouldn't hurt. Not if you got hit and hit with the table or a chair. So, all right, Bryant, we have. Uh, Laurie Forlington's son, Tyler, here, jumping in front, protecting Raven. What do you think of children being involved in this angle? And recently, and I'm going to expand on this a little bit. Recently in Impact Wrestling, if you watch any Impact Wrestling, uh, Josh Alexander's son was actually in the ring with his mother and wa- his wife, and, or so his mother, and uh, Moose cashed in what they call their money in the bank. They, they call yep. it uh, Call Your Shot All in shot. front of his son. Yes. This is okay to involve your children in, in a match like this?
3: Well, I mean, we did have custody of Dominic in a ladder match at SummerSlam. So, yeah, I mean, look at him now. Yeah, and now he's in yeah. the, I mean, Josh's son could easily get in the business too. I mean, now he's
4: Dominic Guerrero.
3: Where the yeah. fuck is Vicky?
4: <laughs> yes. So you're okay yeah. with it? Do I mean, you like it? Yes
3: and no. Like, I don't like him being, like, involved. Like, if you want to include them in the story, like – Maybe kind of like vignettes or something, but like having them get in the ring, you never know what can happen in there sometimes. And, you know, I do find it hilarious to watch that kid dress up as Raven, though. I think that was funny. Oh, that was amazing. I oh, loved you,
6: it. You can have kids in the ring as long as your name is Kenny Omega. Yeah. Gotcha.
3: No, yeah. That, so, but having them in the ring, that's kind of where I'm like, I don't know. I don't, that's kind of where I put the line of like, I don't know how safe you're going to be because one wrong slip or somebody moves and, you're taking out your kid. So and I don't child know if you labor was... laws. That's
2: so true. is that an extra
4: paycheck, or does like the kid get a paycheck? or?
2: I'm sure it all goes to Sandman's child support. I'll agree. I <laughs> so it all goes back to Raven, the stepdad.
4: <laughs> there
5: it is. So
2: ridiculous. Know. And the way they get up this wife, like you said, James, they made her look like...
4: She was not she, in a good place. She's like,
1: she's itching her face a lot. She's got sunken, dark eyes. I mean, it was done. Obviously, they did it on purpose. She was no like part. a pre kid She, she's from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama. yeah she was Alabama. a pre Alabama kidman He's <laughs> spinning a, a a broken light bulb. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did ask. him. I did get a chance to get my
2: question in on uh, refing up with Brian Hebner to Josh Alexander about his kid being in the ring, and he says his kid was thrilled to do it. So, kid's four years old. <laughs> like, i don't know what's real what is it I, hi that, I mean, that little fella I went see, to their house I seen that he paint? did that. yeah
3: yeah
6: <laughs> i've seen pictures of him and chelsea green together he has the headset on the mm-hmm. headgear and he's standing behind chelsea green sorry that's a I'm, lucky
3: I, kid
2: i stopped listening after chelsea
1: green right i'd be standing <laughs> behind chelsea green too but i'd have a different <laughs> headgear on you know
2: what
1: <laughs> notice your twitter today roll tide
2: um <laughs> So DDT by Raven, Sandman kicks out. Now we have a 5 on 1 assault. James, at this point in this match where everybody's involved, are you done with it at this point?
1: Are we is this a I know there's a lot of like hot moves like you know a couple false finishes and stuff like that. Is that where we Yeah,
2: yeah there's the I false thought
1: I, the crowd's I mean, like everybody's really in the ring. Everybody's in the ring. Like the crowd's dead for this, but it feels like if it were like a bigger like you see this type of shit today on anything, the crowd's like Oh, oh, oh! With all these like DDTs and everybody's throwing each other everywhere, and there's fucking fake, uh, you know, there's misses on all this stuff, connects on some things, but the crowd is just sitting with their hands on their ass. Like I didn't get that. That was surprised too. I don't know who they
2: were rooting for. It is a heel town. We've talked about that before. Yeah, yeah.
1: But ain't that the fucking truth? Sorry, it is.
2: Uh, I mean, it's Horseman country. It's it, we, horse
1: species I, country. Go
2: ahead. Like, like I said before, <laughs> they should never do a Royal Rumble there if. If, if the baby face is gonna win and it's an obvious one, Ooh. but they still come back because uh, it is a hot crowd at times. So a DDT on the guardrail in the ring from Sandman to Raven. Same Sandman uh with the pin. Now uh,
1: his music hits the legal music that so he you gotta get those, you know, because Raven went for it, then it was reversed. Go ahead, please. And then Joey Styles like Got DDT I'm American! <laughs> Joey Styles, man, kills it
2: is um Devin? do you think sandman is more of an anti-hero
5: uh for sure he's that that stone cold type character uh where like i you root for him because of his action or because of the stuff he's fighting for than the actions that he's done
1: he don't follow the rules either
5: he's fighting to save his family he's not following the rules and he's not you know uh yeah, I kind of see him as an antihero. That's a good word.
2: Adam, uh there's a rumor that he drank a lot before he did these matches. Now, I mean, it's not really a rumor, it's <laughs> it's been said on air by guys like Bully Ray, uh Tommy Dreamer.
1: And Sandman himself. And Sandman himself. <laughs>
2: yeah. himself. Have you ever been in a ring with someone that has uh been inebriated?
6: Oh uh, well, I mean, this is Alabama, so I mean if they're not been if they hadn't been drinking before the match, then, then something's wrong. hey (laughs) son of a bitch before we get in the ring go kill a six-pack right now wait a minute you don't smell like beer are you okay something's (laughs) wrong here but no nobody to wear like like a i hate to say it like this but like a jeff hardy incident that's never happened to me thank god because luckily the promoter the smaller shows the promoters kind of back around where they where he can kind of see what's going on except for when Commander man was talking about the one place where we were sitting in separate trailers. It's hard for the promoter to barely walk and go to this trailer and this trailer and this trailer, and see what's going on. So there's been, there's always a little bit of drinking, but nothing to the fact to where, dude, you can't even stand up. You need to get out of here. It's never been that bad. Gotcha. Uh,
2: Brian, you said you were watching at this time or you weren't, I can't remember what you told me.
3: I just started. Yeah.
2: Um, At the time, did you enjoy this or was it just you could take it or leave it? Uh,
3: At the time, I had to watch it in secret uh, because my parents thought it was too brutal for me to watch, uh, which as a child, it probably was. Uh, But I just thought it was like a completely different presentation than everything I'd seen up to that point. So I I loved it.
4: So,
2: Mike, are you able to talk or are you just going to talk to whoever that is?
4: No, sorry. Yeah, I was talking to my son. Hold on. All right, I'm just good.
6: for one second. Can you answer Hey, this? just make a bagel in the background, yeah. too. Hey, it looked funny because at David least he and Mike hit mute. both are at muted. Mute. David and Mike both are muted, so it's like they're talking to each other on the side without <laughs> us. We were. Mike, I, I know you've watched a lot of
2: um, – you've listened to a lot of podcasts, so you know mm-hmm. a lot about the, what was really going on behind the scenes at this time. Knowing what you know now about these guys not getting paid, about these guys doing it on the fly, about these guys drinking, does it change the way you look at it now and, and – and compared to if you watched it fresh,
4: um, yeah, in a way it does because What's your I mean, problem?
1: James. No, oh, I mean no. Um, sorry. Hit Go ahead, Mike. One. No, we had uh, and, you know Mike is over there talking, and then all of a sudden you see Devin like. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought I said uh, something wrong. I was like, what was wrong with what I said? I was like, no. going to send a week. In,
4: in, in a way it does because I mean, if I, if I'm not getting paid for my job, I'm not showing up. And I don't get the shit beat out of me every week, so these guys are getting the shit beat out of them, and they're still showing up, not getting paid.
6: But that's the crazy thing, though. Tommy Dreamer talks about how they went; the guys would just show up, even though they knew they weren't getting paid. They still show up.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, they're still showing.
6: Heyman, Heyman would build them up and be like, "We believe in you." They would go weeks without it, and they would still show up.
4: Right, and it just hey, shows hey, you that the the, the the love they have for the business.
6: Yeah, I love that part. I and love Paul,
1: it. Like Paul Heyman, they would they would hate Paul Heyman like to the nines, But then if somebody else said something, like Yo, oh,
6: fuck you, this is ECW, blah blah blah. Yeah.
1: Right.
4: You know, the, they they so
6: followed that, ECW down. So bitch, yeah. <laughs> you know, It's like right.
4: you're, so, your
1: cousin.
5: We can talk yeah. shit about him, but you can't. You talk can. shit about him. Right.
4: <laughs> you know, and that just shows like the de- dedication they had for the business in what they were wanting to do. I mean, it's like an independent wrestler right now. You know what I mean, they're not getting paid but a hot dog and a, maybe a soda or a beer. 200. But they go out there and they bust their ass because they love the business and they want to get somewhere, you know. They want to get somewhere else. They want to get somewhere else. But they go out there every week busting their ass doing it.
2: Devin, real quick. I know what this asshole Adam will say about this. Do you really think the kendo stick hurts? Uh. I mean, it probably stings a little bit.
5: I've f- seen like, I, wait, wait, my reasoning. We've seen at times where like Seth Rollins has tied Dominic Mysterio to the ropes and whips the crap out. He's covered in bruises. Yeah, like, it, so it, it obviously stings. stings. Like, it really does. I, want, it it I want to get hit with one. Although, <laughs> when Lori was swinging at Sandman's Amy? head here and completely missed him, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that couldn't hurt as Wait. I forgot to mention not- that. I forgot to mention that. Not- Did she miss him on
1: purpose or was that just-
4: n- and, Yes, not once. Not twice, but three times. That was three <laughs> times.
1: She's just swinging over his head. You lost me tea. on this one. like, it, you it
0: to like hit one kid
1: you on your team smoke and smoke
2: missed
4: him, the T and T ball. She did not play softball or anything when she it was a, a kid. Bonson because
1: a motherfucker if you want to
4: I mean, I, you I would, have would have have think something happened. would have happened. At least one hit three times. She swung and she missed.
1: I, I can't believe
2: I didn't write that down. And, and then Stephen Richard
4: missed a kick. Yeah, Like, what the
3: fuck? Like, well, and then the funny part is with the kendo stick, too. She swings three times in his head, waits for him to bend over, and then finally hits him in the back with it. And I'm like, why don't you just start there? Just hit him <laughs> exactly. in the back to begin with. Like, that's funny stuff, though.
2: That's funny stuff. Uh, so that's the end of that match. Uh, I'm going to get to a couple questions here as well, uh, unless anybody has anything they want to add. Ooh, Brian, are we getting the fan questions from Brian? Yeah, we I know I can't <laughs> believe we got questions, but with Brian being here. I know it's weird, right?
3: Yeah, it I'll is save weird. him for I'll save him here. It's okay.
2: So um I am going. I'm not I'm not sure yet. I'm still thinking about going this weekend. It's last weekend now to the ECW arena to see MLW fight uh fightland. And I would like to see our boy Jacob fought too. And oh, we, that'd would be like, awesome. we would like to see him real soon. So um right, honorary use. Shout out to Jacob Fatu, that's our boy, J- Adam. I know that you. Uh, we had a good time with him on Top Guy Weekend. All of us we spent some time with him. Adam, yeah, whole I, I talked to him y- yesterday.
6: yesterday yeah, I'm in you, that you. picture too, asshole. Just I'm saying, in a, I'm in a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, a picture we hung over. out. He
1: called me an honorary oose, and let's just say there was a fire outside the hotel lobby
2: that night. Yeah, in I'm in that fire. <laughs> He's just a cool dude, though. He like introduced himself to me because I came. I was just hanging out with you guys. Russell's He's like, barefoot too. He's like I'm Jacob. Awesome. Okay. Hey, I'm 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 B-rad, Okay, I think there, I said B-Rad. Like, what am I it,
6: doing? <laughs> Jericho, Jericho and Kurt Angle both put him over big time on their podcast, man. It was awesome. Nah, he's great. I think he's got
2: a. I I think I think good things are coming for him. And uh, yeah, he's gonna be there this weekend. And tickets are twenty bucks for third it's row. row.
4: Is, is he gonna be part of Bloodline? B- um, can we, we say that. Uh, I
6: don't, he already I don't know is what's,
1: part of the bloodline. I
6: don't know what's holding him back. He's got his background. It's his his fast That's all That's it sucks. was.
2: he he's got a look, man. Like a Yokozuna meets uh that meets uh
6: <clears throat> Roman Omega, Reigns. He's got the yeah. Like, he's, he's got, got yeah, the, the
2: family.
1: <throat> he's got the
2: bloodline. Yeah. He looks I he, he has the look. But anyway, um question here from uh someone. Oh shit. Who, Brian? He's right here.
4: I'm right here. Yeah, he I think he sent a few questions in. Even though he's gonna be on the show. Just ask him.
2: All right. Um what ref this is from our boy, um from our boy RJ from Reffing It Up with Brian Hebner says, What referee from today's promotion do you think could work well in these eras of ECW? Brian Hebner. <laughs> I think is. Brian Hebner would be great, RJ.
1: <laughs> and you can hear how great he is on reffing it That's- up. <laughs>
0: Um, gosh, Nick Patrick, man,
1: he's a heel. No, nah, in
5: actuality, I don't think uh, it should be someone like a big guy, like a Nick Patrick, or anything. Someone like a Bryce Remsburg would probably work well because he's smaller Ooh. than both these guys.
1: See, I was say Remsburg. Remsburg
3: be- yeah, he does a lot of the uh, GCW stuff already, so I think he's kind of tailor-made for that because he's used to that hardcore style anyway.
1: Yeah, Mike Kyoto would be a great ref uh, no matter the occasion. And you can hear
3: Mike Kyoto every other Monday on the mailbag on ad free shows.
1: Oh, we already have one freaking guy that won't (laughs)
2: shut the fuck up about that here.
3: And we had a trial that lasted seven weeks.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because that's the greatest podcast ever.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) So uh, Mitchell Barnett. Mitchell Barnett here. Uh, Who do you feel?
1: Grandson? Nephew? Yeah. Was it grandson?
2: So, who do you feel out of these four performers would have the best? All right. So, this is, uh, I probably should have asked this at the end. Our next match, of course, we're going to get to it, is Taz and um, and Sabu. Uh, yeah, so and we- me, was oh, thanks
0: he
1: was throwing trash at me at Top Guy Weekend when we were sitting at the table. Best dressed guy there. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't so, hard. It was a bunch of fat dudes in wrestling t shirts. This right. is true, too. Yes. Wait a minute. <laughs> so,
6: anyways. I'm not
1: fat. Not all.
6: I'm big bound. God damn it! so out of um
2: these four performers taboo Taz, or sabu not taboo it's not taboo tuesday sabu taz uh and we have raven and salmon which of these of would have the best chance of making it in today's industry and i already know my answer
3: but i'll let you go ahead first brian you go ahead honestly i'd say raven uh, just because with the, how that character was portrayed in W in ECW, not the WCW version where they tried to change it, but like this ECW version, you have Paul Heyman already behind the scenes at WWE. I think if you put those two together with the presentation, I think that could have gone could have gone anywhere.
1: Uh, agreed. Uh, anybody else? Sabu, I- mean with that high flying, uh, you know, crash style, like. I mean, the young cucks get jacked off every time they do stupid shit. So Sabu would probably fit right in that mold. I said it. I just hate the young bucks, but that's just you know. You what hate the young. How do I not know that? Why the fuck would I like those flagrant? You they know, like you guys. They like you. Oh, do they? Yeah. Let me let me know when they're big fans of James <laughs> El Cori. Fuck out of town. Uh, Devin.
5: Oh, I would go with Taz. He reminds me of a guy that uh, you're talking about a little bit earlier, the current Impact Heavyweight Champion Josh Alexander. What? Uh, <laughs> when Josh gets down to business, he can be that gritty in-ring wrestler and really he throw nothing people. Nothing alike. Off.
1: Well, I wasn't that, saying. Hey, look, now the that style, shorter wrestlers are like accepted more. Taz probably is a good answer. I
2: yeah, think the freaking, style. Josh Alexander is like six four.
1: No, he's not. He he is to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I,
2: I've met him a couple of times. He's—he yeah, was in the lobby seventy times over Top Guy Weekend. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've like seen
1: sent- him. Like oh, hi, Josh. Head and all. Mike, what do you got?
4: Well, that's kind of hard. I would like to see a Raven character in today's world, right? Right now, I really would like just bring back that gothic-like type thing because you don't see too much of it right now.
1: It fit really so w like Brian was I, I think
4: that yeah, I think the Raven character could work right now. Especially yeah, like James said, NAW, something like that. I think that could work. Wrestling wise, I'm I'd have to go with Taz. Because I mean he was wrestling wise greater out of all four of them.
6: Uh, did you answer Adam? I don't think I heard the whole question. My daughter was messaging me.
2: Out of the four guys uh, that we are going to be that we're watching today, who would make it today? Who'd be oh the God,
6: best? Oh God, yeah. Uh, it was well, Sabu, honestly, because he does more risky stuff. But the rest of my 100. But if I had to go out on a limb,
1: and that's from a wrestler's mouth, baby.
6: Yeah, I'd go RVD if I had to pick any of um, anybody <laughs> from was wrestling about as Two as- years ago. Yeah, but he wasn't AEW though. I mean, no
2: one said AEW.
6: Somebody said Young Books, and I'm
2: just <laughs> yeah, I, I just checked hey.
0: out.
6: I just checked out once I heard Young Bucks. Anyway,
2: I'm going with Raven. My reason for that is I think he was way ahead of his time. Way ahead of his time with his. He's just a smart guy, and I think he could adapt to anything at any time. So anyway, um, one more question here from our friend RJ: Who was Raven's best ECW rivalry, Sandman or Tommy Dreamer?
6: oh tommy dreamer Ooh, tommy. Tommy. Yeah.
4: yeah i'd say tommy dreamer i haven't watched a lot lot of it but i'd say tommy dreamer
6: because they they did something when he did his hall of fame speech for uh impact the other day yeah, he gave him an even flow ddt after he introduced introduced him and inducted him he turned around and said hey tommy dreamer kicked him boom DDT."
1: <laughs> was it beulah
6: that was pregnant yeah sorry about that yeah
1: there you yep. go Right there, and I didn't even watch ECW, and I remember, you know, so I would, I would have to agree with Tommy Dreamer,
2: Evan. I, uh
5: yeah, I go with Tommy Dreamer as well. Tommy Dreamer, he never beat Raven until like the final pay
2: per view. All
1: so right, so he didn't here's, even here's... want to.
2: He's the, he wanted to never beat him too. So this question yeah. is bullshit. This question is absolute bullshit. I'm going to tell you why. There's a rivalry thing going on right now with Ringside Rant, and I know it's going off the air, and I know I gave him props <laughs> earlier. But I put Raven versus Dreamer on that rivalry list, and it was in last place for like for like Forever. 10 weeks, okay? Nope, and nope. this bullshit Amy Vaughn, I don't even know the names. I don't even know who this, these women are. <laughs> they got ahead of it. Nobody knows who these people are. and freaking Pondwater Dave putting me to sleep on this show, talking about stuff from 1978. Nobody knows what they're talking about. And they're 15, and Tommy Dreamer and freaking
1: Tommy Dreamer and Raven are – rested at 40 the whole time. This isn't RJ giving me shit right now. I hope I hope we all end up somewhere all together and Amy hits you with like a kendo stick or something. Hmm. We'll see that, if it hurts. Or, or a guitar. They, I mean,
2: so that, I, that, I can't even figure out who these two women were. No one knew what... I mean, I'm going to tell you right now. Freaking Pondwater knew. Amy knew. I'm going to tell you who didn't know. JD had no idea what they were talking about. And neither did freaking... Uh, neither did RJ. Anyway. Yeah, I know they are. <laughs> fuck yeah. what, what are you talking about there, Brett? <laughs> yeah, I'm reading on the
4: screen.
1: There's something going on now. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, Devin,
4: you want to enter light now, on that situation?
1: Screen. No, man, Just, that is all hilarious. I got to say We're is this. Keep that with at, and our That's all I got
2: to say is
0: this. Like and subscribe. Tuned, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe.
2: All right, moving on because that was a bullshit question. We can know it. Love you, though, man. I'll text you later.
1: <laughs> oh, can you? All right, James, back to you. Yeah, thank God, huh? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's got to save this show, right? And saving the show, speaking of it, we're going to go to Mike. So <laughs>
0: so let me tell you this
4: about Halloween.
1: <laughs> 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 I told you, Brian. Well you know what? <laughs>
4: i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to get my spot to the one. The only Adam from Bama.
6: Jesus Christ had a heart attack. Was he loud in everybody else's earphones and microphones, or just me? <laughs> he was really loud on the last
4: one. He was really oh,
0: loud.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Let me say who's going to save the show here. <laughs> <laughs> you made my day. Thank <laughs> <laughs> right, so, you very much.
0: Brad's dying like, off camera.
6: I know, I'm laughing. <laughs> All right, so... I didn't have a good day yesterday because I, I got so angry yesterday that I threw my keyboard up against the wall and parts went everywhere. Then the shift hit the fan.
2: So we're doing waka, waka, waka. Waka, waka, waka,
6: waka. Nah, because that's not because I didn't do anything with the shift. That's all right.
2: That's all right. I just right. hope that it happened. America's I will
0: not
6: be
2: favorite oh, segment. The best. I will not be answering any jokes uh, ahead of time.
6: And, and uh <laughs> you know, I'm. I went ahead and got two dogs the other day, and I named them Rolex and Timex. They're my new watchdogs. Mm-hmm. Walk-a, walk-a, walka 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 But uh no. Um, yesterday, well, last night, and I'm glad the kids here because he helped me. Uh, my daughter's car decided to uh, start squealing like somebody set it on fire. Uh, apparently, her, uh, her, um, the tensioner pulley. It has seized up, and it's been seized up for two two months, and her mom and stepdad's been telling her, oh, that's, that noise, that's a fan. Don't worry about it. That's a fan. Okay, well, this is a Nissan Altima. The fan's in the front, you know, in normal vehicles, and this was coming from the side, so I don't know where the hell they got fan from, so uh, I wish I had the part with me, but uh, that wheel was nothing but just a little, little piece this big. It was just the, the metal bearing. That was that uh, used to be the barons all everything done seized up. So that's what I got to do last night. walk <laughs> <laughs> No, I wish to God that was a joke. I was for it. I not know. What <laughs> no, that. I wish to God that was a joke because I feel <laughs> like shit. Now. Like,
1: and the I was like, man, if he if he's wrapping this up in a joke, this is awesome. This is like <laughs> real life this is No, so
6: I wish to God it was a joke because <laughs> well, you that was a weird transition,
2: man.
5: Yeah, I thought a punchline was coming. Yeah, I'm like
6: waiting. I'm waiting. I'm well, waiting. The punchline is this 20-year-old comes in and helps me and gets it shut done so I can go to bed.
0: Yeah. Just pass my waka, bedtime. Waka,
6: waka. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying crazy. to get my shit in, son. That's funny. Brian, hey,
1: right. you, right. you got a a walk a joke you want to throw out there? Putting you on the spot. But, hey, <laughs> welcome to the kickout crew.
3: Your show. Uh, it's your show. It, yeah, yeah. I've been told it's my show. Um You know, you guys know why you never see elephants in trees because they're really good at hiding. (laughs) Uh. There you go. (laughs) That's why they're not
6: in the tree. Now, hang on. Now, no, no, no. I got, I got a good one the other day, and let me give me just a second to find it because Sean Jones. I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he does he he posts some of these messages. Some of them I probably can and probably can't say on, on him. Probably,
1: knowing Sean Jones, probably can't <laughs> say. Yeah.
6: But but there was one or two that he's done. Let's see here. I
4: Maybe know. He I see about, you a few that I think is hilarious.
6: Oh, yeah. Back in August, I remember that. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. So if you send me one today, I'll know <laughs> it. I'll probably get it by November or December. So uh, let's see him.
1: Very prepared.
6: Yeah, I know. All right, <laughs> uh, so a guy was standing alone walking in the desert. He comes across a bacon tree. Ah, a bacon tree. I'm saved, he shouts. Moments later, he was gunned down. Turns out it was, it was a ham bush. Ah, uh, ham <laughs> bush. Yeah, yeah, it a pig. Yeah. I like all cuts
1: of pig. That's all I'm saying. Except I really haven't had much pork belly, but bacon. You know what I'm saying? Mm.
2: I'm going to add something to this. I got a quick joke.
1: Fuck yeah, I can't it. wait.
2: What do you call it when Batman skips church? No idea. A Christian Bale.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. There you go. Oh. Uh,
6: so here's uh, what he, he says. I used to go out with a girl who punched me in the face when she orgasmed. <laughs> but I didn't mind too much until I found out she was faking them.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
4: That's funny. Wow. Yeah, that reminds me. Walker, Walker.
6: Yep. I love Sean Jones. I mean, he's got some of the best ones. Some of these I can't read. You have to just go to his Facebook and look at it.
4: Yeah. See, I don't mind. Like, earlier, I was talking about the whole Halloween thing. Well, a little bit before we recorded, I had a knock on the door. Where the fuck did Brad go?
1: Who knows? Keep going it's his show, them. too.
4: <laughs> and it's his show.
1: What the fuck? The most, prof- the most professional right show right out
4: there. Anyways, right before we started recording, I had a knock on the door. And I entered it, and there's some kid in there dressed all in red saying trick-or-treat. My like, dude, I said that that shit was a couple days ago. Like, what the fuck? He's like, I know. I'm a late period. Sorry I scared you. <laughs>
1: That's a good one. I knew once you said the a couple days ago, I was like, oh boy. Can't wait for our female listeners to hear that one. And and uh, if you thought, uh, Amy, if like you thought Amy was mad already, that,
4: that was a walka walk for Adam since he like we're disappeared like on like us. A
1: survivor over here. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. shit. The driver spoke. So,
4: and Brad, you, you missed my joke, Brad. He's
1: All got right, the whole world in. I can't it. say that was even an internet problem. I just clicked X. Yeah. You dropped, and then Adam dropped right after you. and I was like, Well, we're four horsemen in this one, I guess. Yeah, I, just, I, I thought I was clicking out of the chat, I clicked out of everything. <laughs> Can't wait to see uh, you know, Brad's you know, uh, questions for <laughs> the second match. And I'm just gonna be like, Uh, so this second match, huh? Uh, yeah,
2: so what do we still got though? We still have uh,
1: um, well, I mean, Aaron. we just got done with Waka Waka technically, but we got to have Devin, right? Yeah, we got to do uh. Devin, yeah, so that being said, let's uh sue whoop around on the set back to Devin. So, Devin, what you got for uh, you know, everybody? All
5: right, I did the similar thing to this probably about a month or two ago. Uh, this is again just famous wrestling history that happened on the date that this podcast is going to be dropped. How is it everybody November dying?
1: 3rd. Is it going to be like everybody's death? Because that was it, is not going to really be that awesome.
2: That was me. <laughs> That was my that was my bad. Yeah. I
1: listened back today,
2: not good. Yeah.
0: Well, it's Thanks, like, uh,
1: who was it? Cabana Man Dan was on. It's like, oh, on this day, real Monsoon died. This person died. This was like, well, all right. <laughs> uh, no, there it's it sorry, pal.
5: Nothing like that. So, in 1997, Perry Saturn made his WCW <clears throat> debut on Nitro, and he defeated Disco Inferno to win the TV championship.
1: Fuck, Birdie.
5: Holy shit. In 1998, Jesse Ventura was elected the governor of Minnesota on November 3rd. Still, still think that was Rick. Had to be. Had to be. <laughs> In 2003, Yorahisho Tenzan. Yeah. <laughs> he defeated uh, Yoshihiro Takeyama for the NGPW Heavyweight Championship. Sure about those names, pal? I hope so.
2: <laughs> right
4: <around> Somebody's <laughs> gonna be mad at you. Yeah, Somebody probably, will be mad.
1: Probably yeah. Amy. Yeah. What just happened? There was a leak in my uh, bathroom, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's called taking a piss. In in you've had this,
4: you've but, had this leak for like six months now.
1: <laughs> I've had it for about twenty eight episodes. It's a slow trip. <laughs> hey, that's the truth. Whoa what were y'all we talking about though?
2: All right, best the best of the day or whatever. In,
5: uh, in 2008, on Raw, Chris Jericho would defeat Batista in a steel cage match to win the WWE
1: World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. And then, and as fined. I find, yeah, yeah, you're Fuck pissing yeah, off Brian. Brian. We just need Brian on every episode, just be like, nope, <laughs> <laughs> like your facts
2: are wrong.
5: <laughs> and then, uh, from the app I was using and looking it up, it told me that an important thing that happened on. November 3rd, in 2014, is Vince McMahon was on Raw.
0: <laughs> is a big Do you
5: have an On This Day
1: app? Is that what you're getting at here? I have a SportsKedia app that helps me with all wrestling shit. Yeah, I have that too. Oh, I thought you were mm-hmm. like, uh, the app I was looking at, I thought it was like On This Day, and it just pops up random shit all the time. <laughs> no. Which is probably well, a million-dollar idea that one of our many thousands of listeners may uh, you know take. There's at least uh, one but- thousand
2: listeners for sure.
4: Before we start the next match, I want to do a quick shout-out to Coach Rosie and do a Coach Rosie movie time. And oh, 99, wow. well, well, I'm just kind of helping them out, so I'm keeping them live on the show. 1999, there was one of the greatest movies of all time came out, Big Daddy.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about Varsity Blues. Oh, that oh, movie's did, great. I don't think that came out in 99, did it? I don't know when it
4: does. what it is. No, we no, didn't come out in 99. 99. Big Daddy. The whole thing, I can wipe my own ass. Yeah! yeah! I,
0: say, I <laughs> want my own ass! What's <laughs> y'all's uh,
4: opinion on that movie? What do y'all All right, think? My opinion is this. Barsley Blues did, did come out in Damn! 99. Damn, it's <laughs> slamming
2: cans. Um, I don't like it.
1: You don't I, like it. I was friends.
2: I think it's overrated.
1: You're overrated. No. Oh. I, I, I don't like it.
4: <laughs> Why? Explain yourself, Brad.
1: Where are you going by Dave Matthews Band? Is on that. I think I could have wrote Telling it. I think song. I could have
2: I think it's up there with like um with that stupid movie with Adam Sandler where they all go to the beach house together. Uh, grown grown up. grown up, ups. I love guys. that movie. You would because you're stupid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Please note but, that the uh, views expressed by that, one Brad Staten do not reflect all of the Kickout Crew <laughs> and their subsidiary guests.
4: Is that not Abby Adam Sandler's fan like movie though? Like he my has all his Adam, friends. Adam, movie Happy Gilmore and the,
1: Waterboy are his two best.
2: My first, the first three movies are my favorite three, and that would be uh, Ad, uh, going Gordon overboard. Madison, Adam, Abby Gil, Happy Gilmore and then the Wedding Singer. Those going are going overboard.
1: That's one of his first ones. I meant, yeah, do your research. I didn't know we were doing it.
4: <laughs> he said his three favorites. Well
1: no, he said the, the first three. I, I the was was like, first
2: one I remember him in. All right. Brian, you're the one supposed to be correcting me. You're not James. What are you doing?
3: <laughs> what correcting you on movie trivia as I
1: well? don't
2: care what it is. You're supposed yeah. to tell it all was bullshit. I mean, I don't hate the movie. I just don't think it's one of his better movies. I'd rather watch Little Nick.
1: That's true.
4: No, Little Mickey was good,
6: cool. and the
4: I, th- I think fans. Little Mickey is underrated because that is one of his better movies, Nicky and it's ass. not.
1: And Zeus, I is mean, in.
2: yeah. Now you're gonna see what a big horny That's... bird
1: looks like in hell.
2: <laughs> 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 and I just and the, the fact that they think Patricia Arquette is ugly, the ugly doctor, Yeah,
1: it's not ugly. Well, uh, <laughs> no. uh, canceled in 2022 for saying that type of stuff. She's not. She's good <laughs> but, looking.
2: They say make it in the movie like she is. <clears throat> what do you mean canceled? You're canceled.
1: That's Ain't it. that the truth. Probably yeah, like yeah. three times over by now. <laughs>
2: no, um, I don't know. It was too much of a family movie for me at the time. Because at the time, he wasn't doing family-type movies like that, was he? I mean, they weren't terrible, raunchy movies, but he, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. I do like the Hooters part.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, we Shout all out. like the Hooters. <laughs> Devin, Devin, have you ever seen the movie? I know. I, love, I think it came out to hear you're born.
5: I love it. Oh my god, with Dylan and Cole Sprouse and half the movie, Adam Sandler's wearing a Syracuse jacket. I love this. Movie. Oh,
1: <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right, now it makes sense. There you <laughs> go. See. I'm uh, gonna get destroyed on Twitter for liking
0: this movie.
1: Oh yeah, they piss on get the building. We have each other. In <laughs> the uh, the breakfast thing at McDonald's. Hilarious.
0: Oh, you guys <laughs> fucking. great.
4: So, oh, that's
1: we used alive. to have this
5: uh. My my stepdad was really close friends with this one guy Steve. Like they're like best friends, and we called him Scuba Steve, <laughs> and that was his nickname. <laughs> so I love
1: that movie. Yeah, Brad didn't even like Scuba Sam. Scuba no, I didn't Steve's like Scuba father. Sam <laughs> It's just okay. How to are be. we friends? Man, I really it's just, just okay. It's just okay. how do we okay. have a podcast? I was gonna together. say,
3: are you? Are, is Brad the one who threw out the friends question on Twitter? Oh, Bravo. gross! All probably. Those
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Those
1: are me. Those are yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, so you like that laugh track just a whole bunch. Just Great. like the diff- the laugh track. is hilarious. I didn't
2: say anything except girls or boys, and I hate friends, which was for you, James. Oh, I, I do. Yeah. Ask. I agree. I That's actually know.
1: one thing we agree on. Friends is completely overrated and it's trash. No. Hey, I like the it. next episode. What? Who's put... gone now? What? Right. going now? What's going on? Survivor, were you frozen?
5: So, well,
1: uh, is... yeah, Brad, you know, you what did the spirit of friends one time. Believe you me, <laughs> save, that. save, save that one. You know, put that one in the holster. Yeah.
2: Friends, I, I watch Friends every night.
1: I bet you do. How? How can you do that? That show is my so boring. My wife likes it
2: and I deal with it because it's not the worst thing to ever watch. It's like you know, one, one person know. says
1: one thing, that. then some person counteracts it, like, oh, huh, huh, and then it's like, you they don't pause, like Chandler, man? Like, oh, oh, I like the laugh track hits. My whole I've seen my, it sucks. All my humor
2: is based on Chandler. It's <laughs> so
1: shocking. Like, I've seen you know, every he spent episode all of his friends' money four times. in rehab. Three. You know why? Because he's probably guilty because that show blows ass.
2: <laughs> yeah, it didn't do well at all. All right. Walka walka Moving on. There so well, there's only four of us. Were yeah,
1: four. No, that was uh Mike's uh, thing, and Mike is a uh, god. So I guess we're gonna talk about Gail Sayers and uh you know everything because uh, This is supposed Gale, to be you. Song <laughs> Brian's
3: song. I wrote it wrong. <laughs> I was, about to say, I was confused on what that was. I'm yeah, like, I'm sure you were. This is my song,
1: man, and this one's for you. Shout out <laughs> Elton John. No, so uh, this would be this is, your topic, pal. I guess this is Brian's was, song because he, I guess you're going to sing something. I don't know. What are we doing? I, I mean, for the amount of flack I saw Brad take for
3: singing on Twitter, I don't know if I want to at this point. Only, one, angry girl, one angry girl. Don't worry.
1: I don't blame you. Probably two, I guess. But One anyway.
3: angry girl. The other one's supportive them. him.
1: Yeah, one's going to hit you with a kendo stick, and then the other one, like, shout out Allison, very supportive. Yes.
3: Sounds like a great night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, at Top Guy weekend, I watched Amy slap a man as hard as she could. So I'm now expecting And it wasn't Eddie?
0: Weekend.
3: It was not, no. Damn it. And there's a video of it, too, so that's how I saw it. So I'm just saying, at Top Guy weekend, I'm now waiting for the Brad-Amy, you know, standoff. For next year, so long
1: term booking, man, it's like 11. There months it is, away.
3: yeah. If
2: we well, I don't can, book see, I don't see us resolving anything
1: on. anytime soon, so, yeah. so you yeah. might be on to something.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm not gonna this lie, Once in if feuding with Amy gets Ed to ignore me, I may take that into consideration.
3: I mean, it could work because I mean, they're close, so
1: it'd be fucking never mind. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, if I get a segment here, I'll go with something here. So, um As a lifelong fan here, uh, I always get the question of, oh, you watch wrestling, uh, which I'm sure everybody has gotten here. But uh, instead of always pointing out matches to people, I always point out moments like, you know, certain things that happen, you know, promo or standoff or something like that. Is there a moment that you guys always look at that you can watch and even when you watch back still gives you goosebumps, still makes you feel excited? What are some of those moments you guys have?
0: Well, uh, I'll go
2: ahead.
5: Yeah, As go honest.
3: ahead,
2: Brad. So yeah. I, have two, I, have two, I have two moments. One moment, and people don't agree with this moment, but it it was at an age where I... I it meant something to me. And that is WrestleMania two, with Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy in the steel cage. I'd never seen a steel cage match before that. So keep that in mind. It is not a good match to watch back, but this guy was a monster, an absolute monster. And... I don't even know who the woman was on commentary, but whoever she was, can somebody stop it? And you have Jesse, the body say, it can't be stopped. And it's just that moment. And you see the, and that's the first time I also saw blood uh, in the ring. And I must have rewatched the end of that match 50 times. And I'll still watch it. Nothing good about it. Like I said, Hulk Hogan got me into this, this uh, as a fan, got me into being a fan. I'm not still a fan because of him, but he's the reason I am a fan. And I rooted for him to win. My second moment is when I got older. And it was 1999, I think 99, and Mick Foley won the WWF championship on Raw. a taped Raw that everybody knew it was gonna happen and everybody changed the channel to watch. And there was a hundred people in the ring. And when Stone Cold came out, to the biggest pop I think I've ever heard. The maybe best. the second maybe the second big one is, is actually when Dolph Ziggler cashed in the Money in the Bank I, that I heard, I mean, these are big pops but it was the biggest pop I'd ever heard at the time and hits him in the head, square in the head with that chair, uh, the rock and Mick Foley gets the pin and DX with carrying him around. But I, I'm, I honest to God, I have the chills right now
1: thinking about it. When the, when the it. glass shatters and you just look at the crowd and every, every person, this is not like, yep. Oh, I don't like Stone Cold boo, you know, cause you always have your detractors with popular baby faces. Every fucking person is like jumping and like hands up, like they're losing it.
2: Yeah, and uh, I saw the that's chills crazy. now because of that 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 moment and that that's match. Yeah. And uh, if there's ever a time when I, I I want people to see something, that's that I won't show them King Kong Bundy because that's when I was a kid. But this was when I was I was not a kid. I was older, and I loved that moment. I loved it for Mick Foley, and I uh, loved it for Stone Cold, and I I, I think that's one of those one moments in time, really
3: yep absolutely james you got one
1: i got a yeah hell yeah i do uh well i mean the two easiest ones for me to go to are rock hogan because i think you can show that to any person whether they like or dislike wrestling and they'll they'll get it like they understand it because you just hear that crowd ape shit the entire time i think uh ray and eddie uh halloween havoc uh 97 is another thing you can show to anybody but one of my personal favorites and i was uh Probably, shit, I think it was ninety six, maybe 98, actually. So, I may have been 12 or 13 at the time. But uh, it was, I think, two weeks after WrestleMania 14, Stone Cold comes out in the suit with Vince McMahon, and he talks about, like, conforming him or whatever, you know? Like, he's, uh, you know, because Stone Cold goes to the corner of the ring, and Vince is, like, you know, backs him up and everything. And then Stone Cold's doing that, you know, corporate everything. And then right at the end, he hands uh, Vince that disposable camera to take the picture. And he's like, because this is the last time you will ever. it. Then he rips it off. And, you know, it just meant a lot to me, like, your boss. And granted, I was young at the time. But I saw how it was with my parents because we were not affluent, to say. So you just see, like, you know, the boss is like, hey, you're supposed to be this way, act this way, do this way. Like, that's our employee. You know, you need to conform to us. And he was just like, nah. Like, I am me. I'm the best motherfucker here. You got a problem with it? Beat me. You know, and it's, it still resonates with me to this day. That's like my favorite, one of my favorite Stone Cold moments for sure. I mean, the glass shatter on the Foley thing is huge, but that promo with Stone Cold resonates with me to this day. And it was fucking what, 25 years ago, give or take. And it's, you know, yeah, I'm me. And if you don't like it, you fucking do, you know, find someone better than me type of thing. Just because I look this way and act this way fucking find someone better than me you can't like i love that shit
3: absolutely
5: Devin, you got something yeah i got uh i got two big ones that i got a bunch that came to my mind but i had to sort them through my head and figure out the two that really meant the most to me so my all-time favorite tag team is the dudley boys and my all time favorite pay per view is Survivor Series 2002, when Devon had been Reverend Devon for the past eight months and then comes back and helps Bubba Ray Dudley defeat Three Minute Warning in a tables match and does the 3D after like a year without seeing it. So, like, that one is that was that's my favorite pay per view of all time. I love that match. And Devon coming back sealed it. And then another one from when I was a little bit older. That I was not expecting this at all. My parents ordered the 2008 Royal Rumble. And coming out last, completely unexpected, is John Cena. He just steps through the tunnel. Everyone goes nuts. And then immediately is like, wait a minute. We hate Cena. Boo! Starts booing Cena. But for about 10 seconds, everyone is losing their shit. Because he is supposed to be injured for like four more months. So those are the two moments right. that really come to my mind. Yeah.
4: I got kicked out. What was the question?
3: Go ahead, uh, Talk Talking about favorite moments, moments that like when people ask you about wrestling, these are moments that always bring something to you. Like even when you watch them now, it could still give you go- those same goosebumps you felt when you watched it the first time. All
4: right. Well, I don't have to say for me, it would be the birth of the NWO. And the reason for that is I was there. So that's just when I was. Be- that's as I was becoming a wrestling fan. I wasn't even really a big wrestling fan at the time. But seeing that, and then looking back at it now, what it like, how it changed the wrestling world. That has to be one. Um, another one. I don't know. I'd say we, uh, Mick Foley the world title. I was yep. mine, yep. man. Okay, yeah, I, I, I. Yeah, I like to uh, win the world title. You know, just the whole that whole match. You know, Stone Cold coming out, that big pop. You know, and I was watching WCW too at the time. I was flipping back and forth, and you know, I heard Tony say, "Oh, you know, this guy he's gonna win the world title." I put some butts in his seats. I changed over because I wanted to see it. You know, I didn't know how it was gonna happen. I didn't. I, I wasn't watch, like listening to, like the wrestling news and everything else back then. But, you know, seeing him do it and then Stoke Cole coming out, that glass breaking, anytime that glass broke, I, I, I was out of my seat. So, but, so I'd say those are my two NWL foreman and Mick Foley winning the world title.
2: So, Mike, I don't know if you heard, I said Mick Foley as well. Uh, that, okay. And here's the thing, I, I want to add to that even a little more because I was just thinking about it. You know what It made that even more special? Is that he was uh, Mankind, he was Dude Love, and he was Cactus Jack. But on that night only, he was Mick Foley. And it was Mick Foley winning head. that title. It was kind of like, he, you were rooting for the person, not the character. Because uh, uh, he was
1: he was shunned. Like, he was straight up shunned yeah. from everywhere. WCW yep, got right. rid of his ass. You know, he mm-hmm. went to Japan, and everybody was like, oh, he just in Japan, deathmatch, bullshit. Like, he was just, and then it's kind of like that validation. Like, this motherfucker is the champion. You know, it's like, it's it's big shit. It was big shit.
2: Yeah, Mike, I'm glad we were in agreement there. That was good. Thanks,
4: I do Brian. Remember the it's it, and I didn't even hear it. I I got kicked out, and I was having a hard time getting in and out and everything else. So the camera still, is, pro-
1: I do remember that, man. The cameras panning over the crowd, and you just hear Shivani. Huh. I'll put butts in seats, and I immediately. Yeah. Oh, title change. Boom. Boom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We've heard rumors of the numbers that switch. We don't know for sure, but it sounds like a lot.
0: A, <laughs> a lot, lot of people, and I mean, too,
1: because uh, you know, if you listen to when they do that, <laughs> I think Bruce watches the Nitro. And Shivani watches that raw, and uh, they ended up switching back for finger poke doom. So there you go. Right,
4: and if you notice too, like there was just much a pop with Stone Cold coming out, than Mick Foley getting the three count. Like there was a big pop for Mick Foley getting that three count.
2: Like I said, it was probably one of the biggest pops I've ever heard.
4: Right. Well, it was it was more like one of the first times like, hey, he deserved it. Like I
2: heard. That he might not even have got there that night. Uh, I think Bruce has talked about it that he may not have made it. He right. almost wasn't there.
4: He oh. almost wasn't, but I mean, you hear. I mean, when just recently, Liv Morgan won the uh, women's title. She came out the next night, and everything else, and there was you deserve it. You know, you get people that get their titles, like their title championship wins, and they come out, and it's you deserve it. He was one of the first ones.
1: Well, and this is one of those, like, uh, kind of how I was talking about that Stone Cold promo, like, you you don't deserve <clears> to be here. Like, you're not the guy that should be doing this. You know, mankind, mm-hmm. like, you're not the one, you know, you're not cookie cutter, fucking smile, kiss babies, wave, and all that stuff. Right. Like, well, <clears throat> beat me. <laughs> and, I, and I
4: know that promo you're talking about, and that right there was amazing.
1: The underdog right hero, There was another one. Everybody loves an underdog. Yep. That's mm-hmm. America, baby. Yo, Adrian, <laughs> I got I got one well, more that came is, to my head God. when we were talking about that. we are not
5: allowed to have three, but go ahead. I'm just adding one for the new era when CM Punk made his AEW debut. Big I moment. freaking lost it. That was a big one too. That
2: was I've watched big. that, that, that ten
1: times probably. <laughs> I'm a little soured on it now, but that moment
2: was <laughs> yeah. tremendous. I've watched but, it hey, ten they times
1: sold too. out the United Center on a rumor, yep. and that pretty fucking oh, yeah. impressive. Worst <laughs> kept secret yeah. in wrestling, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes that was the best.
2: That was big. I watched it live. I loved it.
1: Yep, me too. I remember being on a uh, – I was on uh, with my friend Jesse on the phone, and I was like, dude, rumor has to see punk's coming out tonight. Like, I'm fucking watching this shit. And then all of a sudden you hear the crowd, and I'm like, yeah, they're chanting pretty loud for C.A. Punk. If they don't bring him out, this is going to get ugly. And I was like, they're probably going to until the end. And sure enough, right at the end, or right at the beginning, you know, and <laughs> at Chicago, it don't get much bigger than that, man. Goosebumps. And him coming
4: out with that music, like the same music before, that made it ten times better.
2: Well, Brian, I got to give you credit. You pulled a coach.
4: <laughs> there you go. Do you All have right, any you moments, play? There you go.
3: I have a lot, uh, <laughs> just from being the lifelong fan. You know, uh, I, much like JD, Justin, uh, shout out to Justin, I am a big Bret Hart fan. Uh, so a moment for me is always WrestleMania ten when he wins the title, back from Yoko. Uh, just cause Yoko was so dominant. You didn't, you never thought he would
1: And he got fucked at WrestleMania nine. So it's always good. Yeah. To... So it's, it's, yeah, the, it's, man, that, man. It's, that, it's that, it's that year payoff story.
3: Of, you know, that payback from that event. You know, out, a right? year it's long it, payoff it. story. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Weird, right? Hate the moment, love the result
2: later, you know, but it turns into yeah. it. Oh,
3: exactly. Absolutely. Um, for me too, like I, I love a lot of independent wrestling too. So like, uh, I'm a huge Ring of Honor fan so like uh when Punk won the title in Ring of Honor and cut his promo there like that's still one of my favorite promos <laughs> back then.
4: Um But then was like that the promo the- about him going to WWE?
3: Yes. Yep. Okay. That's when he was talking about taking the title with him and ruining right. the legacy of Ring of Honor and uh, the Summer of Punk as they called it. So Part 1. But part 1, yeah. Um <laughs> But, yeah, there's there's so many moments. And like Devin mentioned, one that I could still watch. I am not a John Cena fan. I will own that right now. But that pop at the 08 Rumble, like, it's, it's huge. And then even uh, the Dolph Ziggler cash in. I know that got brought up, but that crowd was so ready for it the night before at WrestleMania that they chanted it during the world title match that nobody cared about, Del Rio or Swagger, but they just wanted Dolph.
2: And he was a heel.
3: And he was a heel. Yeah.
1: Came out. What What about um?
4: What about Edge's return at the Royal Rumble? It's
1: good. That was a great one too. Actually, that was a pretty big
4: one too. Yeah. Yeah. That That was kind of. Big. I mean, it was always. Was I mean, it was out there. My
1: TV in my living room, sixty-five inch here, watching that one. and I was like, oh my god! Like I was losing
4: it. Yeah. See that one right there. Like, I know he's getting close to thirty. And so I had William come and I said, you got to come in here and watch this. I said, somebody's going to come out like big here and next yep. couple things. And as soon as he came and sat down, it was, oh, you didn't get it on me. <laughs> I mean, and then yep. Ed's came out. I fucking popped
1: big. You know and that. he had no idea what
4: the fuck was going on.
1: My buddy yep. Logan so. was right here watching it with me. And <sighs> I lost it. And he's like. Hey, I think I know that guy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's been gone for like nine years. Like, this is huge. <laughs>
4: yeah. Another one would be um Shane's return when they did the whole I, w- I was
1: Here comes the money.
3: Yeah. That that return in Detroit leading into that Dal- that first Dallas WrestleMania. That's that's another one because you never saw it. you never thought Shane would come back, like yep. ever. Because he had, you thought he just burned so many bridges, and then to see him come out again, it was. And that reaction, yeah. it's always, it's always that crowd pop that—that's yeah, that's the makes thing everything. that draws you in.
4: Yes, and I, I, that's what we. I think that's what we need more of. And hopefully, with Triple H now what, I think that's what we get. Because huh? we have a lot return, of returns
0: already, too. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean, returns, I really debuts,
1: returns all night though. <laughs>
4: Yeah, great, I guess uh, now back
3: to James and
2: Brad. Yeah, great yeah. job.
1: Great job, Brian. I and guess we need to we could do that for turn. four hours,
2: but uh yeah. <laughs> we yeah, can't.
1: I guess we need to return back to uh you know match number two that we're covering. And this is Taz versus Sabu, which is another story rivalry for sure. And it is a ECW, FTW, and world heavyweight title match from Living Dangerously, which I do. 1999 uh, took place May 21st of that year at Asbury Park Convention Center in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Another Northeast fucking shit.
0: Yay. That's what
1: ECW is, brother. Yeah, no, fucking awesome stuff. Uh, it had an attendance of 3,900. The match length uh, was about 18 and a half minutes. And uh it this one found the buy rate, it had a buy rate of seventy thousand, And uh Meltzer gave this one three and a half stars.
2: So the build is gonna be Bryant, not Mike.
1: Well, match two build it says we're gonna go to Mike. So Mike, take it away. No, I'm kidding. Well uh, you know, Bryant EC, That's- you know, it's Taza Sabu, FTW, ECW Heavyweight title hey how did we get here
3: well this uh this rivalry really dates back two years to even april of 97 the first ecw pay-per-view barely legal is built entirely around this rivalry for 18 months they never touched never they would interact but you would never see any physicality until that night from then the rivalry goes back and forth between the two for the next couple years Taz, wanting to be the world champion, creates his own championship, the FTW title, or the fuck the world title, as I always like to call it. For the win. For the win as well. What do you <laughs> call it? I mean, if, you want, if you're around children, for the win, of course. This rivalry really picks back up in December of uh, 98, when on an episode of ECW TV, Taz is wanting to cash in some receipts and challenges. Sabu to a match for the FTW title. Uh, while challenging Sabu, he is currently on a collision course with Shane Douglas for the ECW world title at the same time. They have their match on ECW TV in December of 98, and in the match, Taz delivers a crazy dragon suplex to Sabu, looking like he just broke his neck. As Sabu is laying there, Seemingly unconscious, Taz pulls him over, pulls him on top of him, and Sabu pins him and becomes the FTW world champion. Two weeks later, Taz does win the ECW title from Shane Douglas at guilty as charged. And going into February, Taz has a match on ECW TV, uh Jobber match really, challenging after the match, challenging any world champion to come out and take the title from him. The crowd naturally chants for Sabu. Taz then calls out Sabu, leading to a pull apart brawl. And then at the end of February, Sabu having a match defending the FTW title uh, would be jumped uh, after the match would be a jumped by Taz, which would lead us to guilty as which would lead us to living dangerously.
1: I like guilty as charged.
3: Yeah, guilty as charged. (laughs)
1: All right, great. So this is Mike, a belt unification uh Did Mike actually have a belt? No, build? no. We
2: switched it over to Brian. Oh, I got you. Yeah. So it's a belt unification match. Uh, the Sabu entrance was very simple to me FTW champion with Bill Alfonso. Brian, do you have anything on Bill Alfonso?
3: Uh, former referee uh, from the NWA and WCW, uh, then transfer, transitioned over to ECW as a referee, uh, was considered a spy quote unquote, for WCW to help them recruit talent um, and then became the manager originally for Taz until turning on Taz uh, leading into the barely legal pay-per-view where he would become the manager for Sabu.
2: Great. I knew you'd have something.
3: So <laughs> yeah. Sabu, broken jaw uh,
2: comes scars on Sabu. Um, I wanted to ask Adam about this, but it's just um, they're really noticeable, these scars that are on Sabu. He's no yeah. joke. Um, what'd you think of Taz's entrance, Mike?
4: I love it. Anything about Taz, I love. Yeah, you're a fan?
1: Well, you I'm know, big. short guy, tough as shit. <laughs> I can see Mike being a fan.
0: Yeah,
4: of course.
2: Devin, how much Taz wrestling have you watched? Muted. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I muted myself to drink.
5: Um, yeah. How loud uh, do you drink? Well, I was drinking. I coughed, too. But I don't know. <laughs> so, Taz, I've seen, you know, bits and pieces, random matches here and there. I watched everything he's done in WWE, WWF. But, okay. I, mean. I just know
2: you're young, and he kind of wasn't wrestling after you were born.
5: Yeah, I haven't. I'm really unfamiliar with ECW. So, much of this, I haven't you seen. you got
2: kayfabe that from this point forward. You've watched yeah. a lot of it. Just so you know. I've watched
5: every ECW show ever. <laughs>
2: Yeah, How cut that out, James. Anyway, announcer, James, <laughs> who, are the no shit. who are the announcers on tap, pal? What? what who are the announcers, asshole? <laughs> you said tap out. I don't know what the hell that meant. I said, who are the announcers on tap?
1: Oh, Joey Styles.
0: <laughs> yeah, very good.
1: One ain't done, baby. And, uh, I do want to give a uh, special recognition here. Uh, the guy doing a one-man like uh, announcing thing, I think is pretty fucking badass, uh, in all honesty. And I know that this is off topic, but when he does that, uh, his own little like pipe bomb off script, whatever you may want to call it, which is it off script if they allowed it to air? Uh, I digress. But when Joey Styles was like, I was calling shit by myself when you know everybody else had a tag team partner, or WCW had three people, you know, and Joey Styles was like it was all me pretty much. I like that shit because uh, being a one man gang, you know, you have to cover both heel and face side of everything, but still maintain like biased but your baby face type of bias you know
2: james i'm not done with you yet oh, looking sure. at taz here and not knowing what you know now does he look like or act like an announcer to you because he becomes one.
1: Oh, for sure he does become one that's what i mean the for sure on uh looking at him right there did i see him transitioning into that i guess is that what you're kind of getting at yeah not te- not really i mean I don't know, because you do hear him uh, do some, you know, he does talk at the camera during the match, which we'll get to, I'm assuming. But did I see him transitioning to it? Not really. I just saw him just being some Billy badass dude, you know, and then obviously wrestling for bigger companies and then more than likely becoming a trainer or an agent, you know, something like that.
2: I I totally agree. I would It would have, like, if I would not know now, I would never have thought. But uh, Taz on the microphone, though, right after this, makes it a false count everywhere match, but they call it an extreme death match. Devin, did you understand the rules? Uh, not really. I mean,
0: I assume <laughs> all
5: of ECW was extreme rules or death right. match. So. <laughs> like, it was just basically falls false know.
2: count everywhere, right? So what, yeah. what made it an extreme death match? The other match we covered
5: between Raven and Sandman, that was just a regular match, and that had chairs and guardrails
1: and kendo sticks. So I don't know. <laughs>
0: It's a good so point. both re- like
2: isn't every
1: ECW match yeah. kind of extreme
2: after they call, started calling it that? Yeah, both wrestlers on the ground wrestling early. Uh, Adam, this is sloppy or planned? All right, uh, so both
1: planned cross-face, sloppy
2: crossface by Taz. Brooklyn boot to the head of Sabu. Sabu with some acrobatics throws chair to the head of Taz. Sabu very athletic here. Mike, I know you're not as familiar with Sabu as maybe you are with other wrestlers, uh, but are you surprised of his athletics here?
4: Yeah, because I mean and especially like now like well, he's now more than he was then, but he's, he's a lot older. So for him doing what he does, it's amazing to me.
2: So we have the EC Dub chance Bryant. Would you want to chant along there?
4: EC Dub, EC
2: Dub, EC Dub. Tremendous. Fighting in the crowd, Devin, you are not a fan of this style, I know. Why not? The crowd seems to be really into it.
5: Uh, the crowd is into it, but how are they going to safely put on these maneuvers and stuff? Like They're trying to put moves to each other. Well, Atlas security, baby. That's how there's they're going to They got over. Atlas
1: yeah. security right there. Yeah, I don't yeah, know about but that
2: security, James.
5: <laughs> I don't know. You
1: just Anytime
5: people go in the crowd and are trying to brawl, I'm not really a fan of I that. know. Yeah.
2: James, but this is quite a scene with the camera work reverse angle what did you think of the reverse angle like i'm always down for
1: uh innovative camera angle ideas you know uh the hard cam obviously is that's your stationary thing but i definitely like uh as long as you're not you know kevin dunn or the wwe style of zoom in cut the camera 85 fucking times but i do like it gives it more of a gritty real feel when you have a different camera angles, like, oh, shit, we can't cover this on the hard cam because shit's getting out of hand. We got to, you know, go to these other – it makes it like, oh, shit, this is a real brawl type thing.
3: So speaking of that, what James just said, Brian, I want you to expand on it. Does the production here bother you or intrigue you? It intrigues me, honestly, because uh, the part that I was kind of – I got a little chuckle out of was when they got in the crowd and you see the Atlas security guy, the cameraman trying to hop the rail to get in there. And yeah. you just see the Atlas security guys run up, going, You got to move. You got to move. And it presents that kind of grittiness of like, We got to get in there with the people. I love but that you
2: guys you- bring up Atlas security. I love it.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but like, they're great. Yeah. But like, the other part too is like, even when they're coming back, they go up the stands and they come back and it's just the cameraman and the two guys. And then Sabu has this crazy chair shot on Taz that you're just convinced is going to hit the camera that you can't really get that shot unless you're right there. And so that's why I like getting out there like that. It's great.
2: Yeah. So, um, that Taz throws Sabu in the crowd, finally back in the ring though, after a little bit table in the ring, Adam as a rest, Oh shit. Adam, um, Adam as a wrestling (laughs) purist. What do you think of this so far? Well, uh, if it's done right. And if it's done well, I don't mind it. If, uh, if it gets out of hand and too much gets involved. All right. I'm just
0: kidding. Adam. I love you, buddy. You can
2: bastardize the business. But uh, you know, that's what they did back then, and I'm okay with it. So belly to belly over the top rope to the table, lights go out. Mike, what did you think of this spot, pal?
4: I loved it. Lights go out. You never know what's gonna happen.
1: Fucking A, right? So they come right back on, don't they? Is that I just know, but Doug- it was still something? It was, well, like, was that a WWE? Thing- did WWE cut it? Because I was wondering, they just,
3: was that a- it, uh it was just the camera. They knocked out the camera guy. Oh, okay. Cause
1: cause that spot over there. That's why it was I went like, to black. WWE cut something out.
3: What did
2: you think, James, of uh, Taz mentioning Hogan and Flair? Look at them. Look at them. Fuck them.
1: I, <laughs> they're on the, let's, uh, how do I put this? They're like the underneath promotion. So I kind of get it. Like you always beef up, you don't beef down. But I, it, what did it really add though?
2: Well, because they, I think they're down. Like I mean, not down.
1: But they so I'm here. saying. Like they're, you know, like they're they're talking to the, the yeah. industry. You're not going to hear it, it the other people. way. You're not going to hear it the other way. Yeah, like you Pepsi and Coke, be like, you know what, RC Cola. You know, fuck you. Like, but RC he Cola can be, be like, we're better than Pepsi and Coke. Like, right? Talking up. So
0: he, I get he, it, but I don't. Austin. But what does
1: it add?
4: Yeah, he, he's he he's Mike Austin. So I mean. Yeah. In that interview, he said, you know, something about Austin. He said about Hogan, Rick Flair. Like, it's. I think he's trying but, to get attention.
1: But you're promoting them, all like, because when I heard it, what did I immediately think of? Hogan, Flair. Oh yeah, like this is you know in '99, like the Attitude Era is still you know running wild, brother. Like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think they're people that are watching us are watching it anyway, right? Well, yeah. and they're yeah, and they're watching it. Probably because it's an alternative, so maybe yeah. it was a smart mark, like, I appealing, was... you know, because think... a lot of their fans hated all the, uh, you know, the, the stuff that was on the mainstream.
0: Yeah. I think I... the only ones
5: watching this ECW show know about Hogan, Flair, and Austin, so it's not like it's hurting them in any way.
2: So, Devin, that brings me to you. How invested are they in the characters compared to the wrestling in this match? Um... The
5: fans. The fans. Sorry. What do you mean? Like, invested in... So do, you think
2: do you think the ECW audience is just completely invested in the characters, or do they care about the wrestling in the ring?
5: I, I think it's more about their guys. Like, if you're here in ECW, you're our guy. We're going to support you, no matter what you're doing. If you're in there doing the top flip and flop off the top turnbuckle, or if you're in here doing what Raven did in the first match for the first 10 minutes, wrestling around. Like, I really right. think it doesn't matter. You're our guy, because you're here in our ring.
0: And how,
1: and how Brian explained it, like, this is a big feud in ECW. So I think they were just ready to like, we're ready to see it, you know, the payoff.
2: So Sabu will not let Bill Alfonso throw in the towel. I love this throw in the towel bullshit. I think it's hilarious. Bill Alfonso throws a, Bill Alfonso, I'm sorry, throws a chair at Taz. He takes off such a funny spot. But let me ask you a question, Brian. Do you think Sabu's talents are wasted on the hardcore style when you see his athleticism in this match?
3: Yes and no, because his athletic style helped with that hardcore presentation because, I mean, the triple jump moonsault or the triple jump leg drop, which he did, he needed those elements of that hardcore style because you have to use the chair. But I think later on he just became too reliant on it rather Agreed. than um, using his athletic abilities. And I think Kurt Angle speaks on that
2: uh, a lot. Mm. So Sabu selling the jaw, head scissors off the topper from Sabu to Taz, Tornado Bomb by Taz, Plant Sabu. The announcer actually changes the name to that, which it cracks me up. Sabu with the Arabian Powerbomb. Wasn't good. Sabu off the top <laughs> rope on the outside through some of the table, face first through it. Um,
1: Are you talking about when he, uh, he pretty yeah. much power power yeah. <laughs> bomb Taz onto his own nuts pretty much? It was
0: awful. Yeah.
2: How awkward was this, Devin? The Arabian face buster by Sabu. I mean, how awkward is all this stuff? Does it look <laughs> like it hurts for real to you?
5: Um, I mean, some of this, probably that move itself, no. But, <laughs> I mean, some of the moves look like they're absolutely painful. I mean, Sabu broke his jaw off one of them. James, I'm throwing,
2: this, I'm throwing this question at you without any, any uh, warning. But did you think the announcers were kind of funny about all the names? Like, all the, they they kept, I felt like the names of the moves, like
1: kept coming and coming. Did you say coming. plural announcers? Announcer. Why is this what? Uh, I'm going to counter one back to you. Is this what uh, started the old uh, fucking Excalibur calling everything like, oh, well, Tell you me. did call this a whatever, whatever back in the 90s and 2000s, but it's actually a bunch of Flippy McFuckety Duff. you know, like all this stuff.
2: I felt like they were pulling a JR with giving the statistics of the of the basketball with, with the moves here. It was just
1: a very, very similar. Oh well, uh, they well, they should have gave statistics of hey, he connected with 60% of all of these moves because I'm not saying it's complete botch fest, you know, by all no, means, but no, not at all. It's pretty damn sloppy. <laughs> <There's> some <laughs> no. sloppiness, but they're working their ass off for sure. But, it's a big feud. So
2: Tazplex off the top rope, kick out at two by Sabu, Mike. They are throwing punches again after this. What does that do to you when you see punches thrown after going through all this nonsense?
4: Um, Well, they're getting frustrated with each other. So, I mean, that's one thing. Okay. They're trying to, you know, fuck, like, I'm done. Like, you need to get the fuck down. Like, you know, I mean, I don't whoop your ass. I'm tired of it. It's going on now.
2: I love that answer, Mike, because you're right. Yeah, and I put you through a table. Yeah, I, I did this. But you know what? I'm tired. I need to, I need to knock you the fuck out. I, I get it. It's a good answer. Um, awkward dragon Tazplex through the table. <laughs> Adam was going to ask about this. This just looked terrible. Bill Afonso throws in the towel. No one gives a flying shit. Brian, Sabu in the, in the Taz mission, and it, uh, no one gives a shit about the towel. I'm sorry, before that, uh, Brian, what did you think about this whole towel thing at this point when it didn't matter?
3: Well, they tried to do the towel spot in the first match back in December, and Taz actually caught it and threw it back out. Okay, so it's kind of a callback to that first match. Um, but like even the oh. first time Sabu tried to throw in the towel ta- – they tried to throw it in. Sabu threw it back at him. See, in, this in, in the match,
2: gets it. He gets it. He, he he's talking about it. He, he he's tying it together.
3: Good shit. So it, yeah. So it's just <laughs> that callback to it to make it. And then plus by Sabu throwing it back out, it just shows off that toughness of to Sabu that he's not willing to have somebody, he's going
1: to finish it no matter what it takes.
2: So Sabu then is in the Taz mission and it's over.
1: Taz we need is need to now, have you on retainer when we do episodes.
2: Taz, Taz is undisputed. There's no doubt about that. that is yeah, for real. You woke me up there for a minute when I'm in the middle of talking. You're like, I'm like, yeah. Uh, Taz on the mic after giving respect tells a fan to shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, yo, you're mom,
1: shut the fuck up.
0: That's a
2: great way to end the match. I mean, I wish I could go back in time. I was not living in Philadelphia at the time. I was living in the Pittsburgh area. I did not have a chance to see this stuff live. Um, I saw I it on TV. Pittsburgh. <laughs> anyway, um, there is a question about uh, – I think there is one question about this match.
1: So, um, Listener listen questions? Yeah. Uh, That's next on the hoo-ha. Here. So
2: would, you, would you rather – Taz get a heavyweight title push in WWE or an impact players tag team push in WWE? I don't even understand the question.
1: I would say a heavyweight title (laughs) push. I understand the short man bullshit, which obviously was uh, corrected as we move forward, you know, with Benoit and Eddie both winning it. But yeah, I would say, I would say Taz, I don't know if should have got a heavyweight title push, but at least he, should have been in, you know, those uh, feuds to even fight for it multiple times and lose type of thing. You know, does, does anybody agree with me that
2: Taz peaked the day he, he he debuted? Yes. Yeah. And, and my WWE, WWE. WWE. I'm sorry. I mean to be unspecific.
1: Why he game WWE? I think he went down.
2: That was a great but, moment, though. Madison. Hey, when they said that he
1: hurt somebody in the political landscape of because they are contracted workers. So you piss somebody off? It's not like your guaranteed job, so they could be like, I "But he didn't piss off." Until it's done.
2: He didn't you know? piss off the guy. He did it to. Yeah. That's the thing. Right. Yeah, it maybe, was fine. It was. A, it's
1: an audience of one, like old Brucey. Well, maybe
2: they should have watched some of
4: his shit before they signed him. Yeah.
1: But he did good, though. Like even after that fact,
4: when he became an announcer and everything else, and he still does it.
1: He's a great announcer. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, watch Botchmania, and you'll see how good of an announcer him and Excalibur are on Dark. Uh, I might even go to the like. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying.
0: Like, but they are funny as fuck.
1: The
4: World Championship and WWE, like he was never going to be that. We know, but he could.
1: He could be the guy that loses to the champ. Great entrance. I mean, look at Dolph Ziggler. He made a fucking career out of it. He should be. He
2: should have been champ for a while. I
4: agree, but I. I put Dolph
2: Ziggler in a different category as Taz. I put Dolph Ziggler in the Shawn Michaels category 10 years prior. But I mean, like, they
1: they perennially go (laughs) and feud with the top star and lose. Same thing with Miz. These are – Taz could have been one of the guys that feuds and loses.
5: Yeah. I feel like Taz might have even peaked when he faced Triple H on SmackDown.
3: When he was the ECW champion?
5: And he lost yeah. to Triple H because now people, everyone's excited when he debuted and faced Kurt Angle, but WWF's never going to push him to that extent. No, they will
2: today. They might today. Yeah.
0: Yeah. today. yeah. Today's completely different. We've had people he could,
2: like if Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan um, the support. Well, I mean, fans demanded it, but he could be. He could have been. A lot of Absolutely. that short
1: guy shit started with Vince signing Eddie and Benoit and all them. the oh, they're too small, they're too small. And then all of a sudden, you know, like he's making a chance.
2: Well, Eddie, but what about like, um, what about like Mysterio? I almost think he was okay to, to do it because he was almost a novelty.
1: But they bastardized to, to, uh, him because it was just a Vince. A put, they give the title to Ray just to lose it like immediately. Five, four though,
2: 5 four,
1: Ray would have <laughs> never won it without Eddie passing. He I'm won it and lost that. it to Cena. Like he won it and lost it to Cena. You know, like. Within an in hour. In the same night. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Oh, I remember he that, still
2: but... pinned Rick Kevin Nash in WCW.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> if, it Eddie, if it wasn't for Eddie Passion, I don't think Ray would have ever been the world world champion.
6: All right.
1: I'm not I'm not saying he don't deserve it. I'm not mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made the argument with uh Shivani about Darby Allen, and everybody fucking butchered me up and down. And I was like, I take shits bigger than his wrists. You know what I'm saying? Like Darby Allen's That's- tiny.
2: When he pinned, um, Cage, I couldn't buy it. I just, I didn't buy it. Brian Cage, your yeah. volume's uh, down, Mike. My what? Oh, hey, what's up, dude? Don't ever
0: complain We're... about Mike's volume
1: being down because most times, like,
0: what is <laughs> <it>? <laughs> right,
1: right now I'm on my. So I don't out. know what you're doing, but
3: yeah. um, so I don't go ahead. I'm sorry, Brian. So, so listener question from Brian Haremza.
2: Oh, this one.
0: Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so to me watching the match back, I felt like Taz did a lot of no sells. Like I just feel like Sabu would hit a move, he'd be right back up, going right back at him. Do you guys feel that in some of that match Taz was just no selling it just to kind of get it over with or Was't it his gimmick what are your though? thoughts? Wasn't that his gimmick? Did he no sell? I mean,
0: all-
3: he, he would no sell, but like I feel like there was like nothing Sabu did that just kept him down. Like, he just instantly was right back up. Like Well, uh,
4: personally, I didn't notice it uh, as much as
3: maybe
2: you did, it, but I get it.
4: I, I I get that, but here's my question. You said, was it, like, was it oversell or was it a no-sell or was it oversell? Like, because Taz was always, like, the one that he's a big badass no matter what. Right. So, I mean, was it him just no-selling it or was it him – saying no, fuck you like i ain't i ain't at
6: all. like
3: i took it more as that kind of that fuck you kind of mentality because like i could hey, watch yeah. the like i watch a match with like him and shane douglas if you sell sell it back and forth for shane douglas but then you get to this match and it's you know i i kind of think it's that that fuck you mentality of just i'm gonna keep getting up well they didn't like each other right oh yeah well yeah i mean that was part of the rivalry was just it was that back it was stage. true 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 yeah like, true, yeah brett true it was hatred, and yeah.
1: sean type thing
4: yeah, right. So, I mean, I I think it all had to do with Taz's personal reasons for it. Right.
2: Yeah. Anyway, guys, I appreciate the match. It was fun, and I think we're gonna go back to James here because we got all our questions in, and he James has something very special to talk about today. Uh, I just want to like James is the host of the show. Of course, it's his show. It's always been his show, and never will be anybody else's but his show. But uh, I think there's asshole. something very special what here, an and it's called
1: the spirit. set me up, man.
2: The spirit of the rampage by the James. Mo- James, take it away. The most,
3: the most anticipated segment in the history of the kickout. True. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: if you remember from last week's episode, I talked about how much fun I had. It. I called it dynamite every time, which it was rampage. That's tremendous. Oh uh, yeah, every time I was like, "You fucking idiot, dude!" It was on Friday. Oh, yeah, you That's were crazy. dumb. And I'm just like, oh dynamite, dynamite, dynamite. Well. Uh, how do I, so, I'll just start at the beginning, I guess. Me and my buddy, uh, across the street, my neighbor, Brandon, we go to, uh, <laughs> uh, no, yeah, whatever. We go to, uh, Ray Page, we go to Jacksonville, you know, hotel room, everything's gravy. So we Uber to the Dailies, fucking love being at Dailies, it has a special place in my heart, because I went to a bunch of COVID shows there, I don't know if Devin is doing his, uh, What's that mannequin challenge thing? I thought you were just—I just listened. What's up? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we got to uh, you know dailies. Everything's cool. Brandon's having a great time. He's never been to a wrestling show. He doesn't even watch wrestling. So I was like, hey man, we're right at the barricade at the entrance, dude. You're gonna have a fucking great time. Like you're gonna see everybody enter in. We're gonna be on TV. Like they go live at ten. Everything's good. So we're sitting there, and of course they start with dark matches. Oh, uh, at the AEW tapings. And we watch uh shout out to Ashley Oh, fuck I'm going to butcher this D D M Dimbro Whatever job. it is It's spelled yep. D apostrophe A M B R O S E Diembro I know uh... Ambrosia Oh it's not that cuz uh, Yenzers... No it's not The Yenzers, uh Megan Smith. Megan and Bober are going to correct me big time on this I think it's Dambois some shit like that Anyway, she comes out, you know, do a couple matches. Next say, you know, the security's like, or the event staff, not AEW security, but Daily's Place event staff. Like, hey, uh, James, or they don't know my name, but they're like, hey, we need to see. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We need to see your ticket. And I was like, uh, excuse me. They're like, yeah, they're saying that you're sitting in the wrong spot. And I'm like, yeah, we're blatantly not because, mind you, it's the same guy that we showed our tickets to and he walked us to our seats. Same exact dude. So uh, show him. My phone's having a hard time loading. He's like, I need to see your seat, sir. I'm like, give me just a second. And my ticket master's having a hard time loading. He's like, sir, sir, sir. I'm like, I shove my, I was like, I'm fucking trying to load them. So I finally get them loaded. And uh, I have seats 13 and 14 in said row. They have seats 12 and 13. So they're like, oh, there must be a mishap, blah, blah, blah. So then the guy counts the seats. There's only 13 in the row. I have 13 and 14. So according to him, I have to leave. Mind you, I was there first because my seat technically doesn't exist. Okay. So I was like, can you just, they're folding chairs. Can you just fold another chair right there? (laughs) Boom. We're good to go. Well, no, we can't do that because that's going to mess up. So then I uh, leave and I'm talking to the event staff and they're like, yeah, you know, and I was like, well, you got to do something. Like, you got to make this right. This isn't my fault. Like, I bought these tickets. You got to make this right. And there's a bunch of back and forth. While we're doing this, obviously, I'm missing all these matches. Miss Pretty Peter Avalon. I fucking know him. Well, you know, like, no, we, we know each other, I guess, we've talked before. So, it would have been cool to cheer on Pretty Peter. And uh, we're having this back and forth. And I was like, y'all got to make this right. And they're trying to get me to, like, calm down. And I was like, no, 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 no. no which I was calmer than I have been with AEW personnel, you know, cause I'm growing. And I was like, Hey, y'all pretty much fucked this up. Like you got to make it right somehow. You just have to make it right. And I'm sitting there like, I want Tony Khan out here right now. And they're like, sir, we can't do that. And I was like, well, I know Shivani. I was like, fuck with this Shivani out here right now. And they're like, well, if you know him, call him. And like, well, right. I don't know Shivani that well.
0: Hey, I don't have his number. So,
1: uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh yeah. So there's like a back and forth. I was like, dude, y'all are like you fucked me. I was like, I uh bought a hotel room, paid for gas down here, paid for the tickets. I was like, what the fuck? they're like, oh, you don't live here? And I was like, Do you think everybody that lives here is from Jacksonville? I, it blew my mind. They're like, oh, you don't live here? Was this a local fucking show? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so we're going back and forth, back and forth, and then I made a joke at one point, I was like, hey man. If you just pay for my beers, all is forgiven. You know, pay for my beers the rest of the night, all is forgiven. Mind you, this is probably 8.30 at the time. Rampage doesn't start till 10. You know, it's going to go to 11. So, I'm like, hey, just pay for my beers. And then, like, this guy pushes us off to this guy, tells us to come over here. And then we sit somewhere, and it's like the very back of one section. I'm like, dude, I paid for seats, like, pretty fucking close. So, then we end up, uh, you know, finally – Getting set at the barricade off the camera, but whatever. In uh, you know, front of a section, I'm assuming is for the special needs people. So there is me, a big guy, sitting in front of a lot of wheelchairs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Assuming I'm going to be blocking them, and I've had issues with that before. But they finally end up making it right. You know, set us at the section, like cool. We're right at the barricade that's awesome and then this guy comes up one of the guys i've been interacting with and he's like hey here's a fifty dollars in a concession vouchers and i was like okay cool whatever you know and he's like yeah go get you and your buddy some beers i'm like hell yeah hell yeah so i go to the Daily's place uh you know concession grab two beers put them on the counter you know they're fucking twelve dollars a piece so i have to pull out Five of these vouchers for 20, they're $5 vouchers, five of them for 25 bucks. And then the lady comes up and uh, she, like, you know, looks at us like, uh, and she calls over her manager. Manager comes over, yeah, these don't link up in our system. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you can't use these. They don't link up in our system. And I go, well, it says Daily's Place at the top. You are Daily's Place. Like, what's going on here? Oh, well, those are pretty much for game day. And I go, well, game day is at the stadium. I am at Daly's place, different venue. He's like, "Oh, you can use those at the stadium on game day." So then I go, you know, whatever. I just pay for my beers, go back to the guy. I was like, "Hey man, these don't work." And he's like, "Oh, you can, know, you know, they're pretty much Jaguar bucks. You can use them for the Jaguars." And I go, "Dude, I'm a fucking Cowboys fan. I don't give a shit about the Jaguars. When am I ever going to come to Jacksonville and buy random ass Jaguar tickets?" well, you know, we played Cowboys in December. And I go, oh, you think I'm going to come back to this? And I was (laughs) like, this is a pretty bad consumer confidence when I buy a seat and you're just like, nope, doesn't exist. Seats like like 100 bucks. So I'm just going to, oh, hey, I'll come right back there and hope that the same fucking thing happens again. So it was a whole hubbub. And then uh, we did get seated at a, a good spot, mind you off camera, but at the barricade. And a lot of the wrestlers got thrown into that said barricade quite a bit throughout the night. I don't know if it's a match layout or if it was like, hey, fuck them up. (laughs) You know, you would have to be, like, it would take a lot for them to, like, put in a spot of the match just to be. Yeah, I don't
2: give yourself too much credit there.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I do remember, uh, like, Eddie Kingston crashed through the barricade. Fucking Max Caster crashed through the barricade, took my shoe off. And I'm elbowing my buddy, like, man, my shoe is about to be used on TV. And he just takes my shoe off and then just, like, throws it under the barricade, like, back towards me. So I had to, like, reach behind me and get it. But there is somebody, I don't remember who hit the barricade, spilled my beer because I am my beer on the ground. And I was like, that's 12 fucking bucks. I, yelled <laughs> at him. I mean, it was, all in all, it was good fun. Like, after that little hubbub, I got lost in the wrestling because, you know, I'm at a wrestling show. Fucking love that shit. Live wrestling is a great thing. If you watch wrestling on TV, I would say go to a live wrestling event, and you'll fucking appreciate it way more. And I just got lost in it. Willow got her contract. That was really cool. Nice. You know, Shivani got to wave to Shivani say hi to him. Uh, Tony Khan, after it, brought out, like, Wardlow. He brought out a bunch of people. Moxley made his uh, <laughs> Haley's Place thing through the uh, glass door like he used to. And uh, he walked through. And I was like, yeah, Tony Khan, yeah. And he looks dead at me, and I was like, hey. And he just, like, walks up, and I was like, hey, man, welcome to, you know, thank you for coming back to Daly's Place. Went to a couple COVID shows here. He's like, oh, yeah, thank you for your support. Shook his hand. Ended up being all right. You know, me and my buddy had a great time. My buddy's like, dude, next time they go to Jacksonville, bro, we got to go again. So he enjoyed it. I mean, he's not going to watch on TV for sure, but he definitely enjoyed it. But, yeah, pretty much uh, got fucked. I guess on the you know, buy Ticketmaster and then I have $50 in Jaguar Bucks. So if anybody <laughs> leaves a five star review and goes to a Jaguars game, you can get $50 in Jaguar Bucks, because Lord knows I ain't going to use them. But uh, if you're listening to this is Tony Khan, which I know you are, you can make it up <laughs> to me by uh giving me uh you know box seat tickets to that Cowboys game or just tickets in general, you know, I'll accept whatever, but yeah, and that the spirit of rampage freaking tremendous james that it it's was a 12 what, what minute, is my life that was every, a 12, every time i go to daily something happened.
2: that was a 12 minute rant
1: <laughs> did you did, did you get I, uh, yeah i was watching y'all a couple of you yawned a couple of you No, away no like no, was no i was engaged exciting.
2: but that was a if you ever took speech class it shows just right there
1: no just emotion i guess i well, don't know what to say <laughs> i think that that'll knock us right into the next segment james Oh, well, can't wait to see who, uh, because I wanted to kill some motherfuckers there for a second. So, Brad, can't wait for America's other favorite segment on our show and Amy's favorite, Kendo Stick.
2: Well, she doesn't know how to play, period. That's true. But here's the thing. So, last week, as you guys know, I bombed completely with my segments. So, let's just go back to the old comfy couch, okay? (laughs) F, M, K. And I know the deserted island. Because Brian wants to fuck some girls. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to start this. We're going to go ECW style, and they're going to be basically Francine. girls in girls that were not on the show. And got- I know there wasn't any girls on the show except for uh, Francine. <laughs> but we are going to go. We made a living out of that. All right, let's just, ma- first, let's like, just get this podcast. Let's just get this party started. We're going <laughs> to go with Sunny. Sunny days, baby. Sunny. We're going to go Francine. Shout out. And we're going to go Beulah, McGillicuddy, who also is uh, Dreamer's wife. Keep that in mind. He listens to the yeah. show. So, Devin, sure. what's up, young man?
5: Who was the first one? Sonny. Sonny, Francine, and Beulah. Okay.
2: Yeah, real simple. You don't have to look them up.
5: All right? Nope. Don't have to look them up. Ah, uh, Sonny. Sunny, Sunny, Sunny days. That's my F. It will always be my F if she's on the a... – Well, she's available. It can be – it can be sunny now. It can be sunny ninety six. It could sunny. visits
3: F. are a thing, Devin. I'm just saying.
5: I
4: damn it, you baby. Story.
5: They're a thing Erica would not approve of. <laughs> but...
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't listen to the show, so
5: you're good. No, you're fine. Well, so then, uh, married. I'm gonna go with Francine. Uh, how can you not get along with the queen of extreme? <laughs> And then out of process of elimination. Sorry, Beulah. You gotta go.
3: All right, Bryant. Uh, well, I'm gonna go with my F is going to be my fuck is going to be Francine. I like Francine, but
0: Francine.
3: I'm gonna marry Sunny and I will tell you why. <laughs> Whether it's 96 Sunny, current Sunny. I feel like You're if married, I got in trouble. You? I am, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! Doesn't mean anything.
1: Doesn't mean shit. Why, Marion? you We gotta, gotta, uh, yeah. gotta pick one, Amy. You gotta pick one, Amy. Oh shit! What's her? What's her corrections number?
3: <laughs> well, my my sentiment was gonna be kind of that of you know, if I ever have a jam, I'll be like, hey, um, I don't like this guy over here. Boom, he's gone. Sonny's gonna take care of it for me. True, for clearly. The <laughs> and then, um, you know, I can also have some laughs at the, uh, you know. Back door to Sonny, but that's not the point either. And then unfortunately, that means I have to kill Beulah. But I will be honest in this, I never really was a fan of Beulah anyway. Okay. So fair enough. Funny.
2: All right, Mike Whitaker. Uh, I mean, are you, I, you done situating yourself I, down there with your seven backgrounds totally and your you, you
4: are a distraction, my friend? I done, I done got this figure out. Killing Beulah. Fucking Francine. I'm marrying Sonny. Why am I marrying Sonny? She's gonna take the DUI for me. Oh, wait a second! There wait it is.
1: a second! <laughs> the game doesn't change. <laughs> oh man, that's a deep cut. That's a deep true. cut. <laughs> Officer, right, I told her not to, and she just insisted in driving. And I just well, James, you
4: just keep on talking because you're up. <laughs>
1: And I I caught where
4: she's doing her, all her problems right now. My hometown, right there, in Bruce County. Oh nice that and uh, nice and convenient. Yeah, nice and convenient. That <laughs> right there, that intersection, section, nice little park, go fishing. Hey, well, hey, Mike, how about this
2: one-stop shop, huh?
4: <laughs> one-stop shop,
0: you know? <laughs> I mean,
4: and she'll take the DUI. She has no problem driving drunk. So, hey, I I drink. My old age for me. If I'm with her, we both she has no problem driving. She has no problem driving. <laughs> I'm driving. So uh,
2: glasses are off, fellas. Glasses are That's
1: off. love right there. James, tell I, me more. Tell uh, me more, buddy. I need my life. I'm fucking sunny. <laughs> Straight up. We are, uh, yeah. uh. Man. It's nothing against Beulah, but she's getting the axe. Because I'm marrying Francine. Have you seen Francine lately? I'm marrying Francine. And she's, you know, doing stuff like she's entrepreneurial, I guess you could say. Like she's, she's branching out and doing a whole bunch of things. So I would marry Francine because I'm all about like stagnant. Like I don't like stagnant and complacent. And she's always trying to improve and do better. So that would be the type of woman that you would want to be with you know, we can all work the same job for 20 years and die. Like, it's, you know, it's all about growth in life. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of growth with these ladies, but uh, I would definitely say fucking Sonny. Uh, man, I guess I got to kill But. Can I just make up, can I just fuck them all and then kill them?
2: <laughs> oh, man, I'll tell you guys, love to mess with me, don't you?
1: But no, I would say, yeah, marry Francine. Francine! Like old Tony used to say.
2: All right, so uh, I have some questions, Mike. Before I do this, are the oh, conjugal Lord. visits in Georgia? Is that still a thing?
4: She's not named Georgia. She's in Florida. All right, James. <laughs> <laughs>
1: are <the> conj- <laughs> are the conjugal- I don't know. I don't know, and I. Fora. This is something you think I would know. I guess, but I don't know. All right, know. so
2: if yeah, if you later find out. If there are conjugal visits in Florida, these answers change. I don't know how I'm going
1: to find out.
2: Because I can't. I mean, all right. So I'm going to fuck Sonny. What I'm going to call
1: County and be like, hey. Listen, I need
2: you to do I a little look in hey, this Bryant,
1: you know the answer.
2: Brian knows everything. Yeah, of course conjugal visits are allowed. Okay. So let's just assume conjugal visits are allowed. I'm marrying Sonny. Because I'm going to go once a week.
0: True. And then,
4: and then I'm right. going to. And
1: then you don't have to deal with it at all.
4: And then I'm going to fuck Francine because I like her. Why do we have to go to today, Sonny? Cause... Because
2: um, I, I'm, I'm just... I'm, uh, all right. Well, I, I don't have to. Wait, Sonny. But eventually she's going to end up in jail.
4: Yeah, well, I mean... All right.
2: And then I'm going to kill Beulah just like the rest of you. Oh, Can we all kill Beulah? I know. But uh, that's okay because it might change for the next one. All right. So the next one of the, the gentlemen. And we have Rob, Van, Dan, we have the Mr. Bula McGill, Kelly. I cannot say shit, Tommy Dreamer, and we have Shane Douglas, three guys that were not in our match today, and I have to give a shout out to Tommy Dreamer, he is Mr. ECW, we did not pick him for a championship, because he didn't want to win a championship, very much, anyway, so we left him out of this, but we will talk about him down the road, Van Dam, Tommy Dreamer, Shane Douglas, Devin, <laughs> tell me who you're fucking, pal, Well, I know who I is marrying as
5: soon as you threw up those (laughs) thumbs pointing at yourself. And
2: why would that be?
5: RVD (laughs) 420. Oh, man, I'm marrying that man. He's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, and he's just a cool dude in general. Most recent WWE Hall of Famer. That's my husband, Rob Van Dam. Then uh, Tommy Dreamer, he's gonna have to be my fuck. He's a Tommy, Tommy said it. all the time I'm busted open I'm just a fat lazy piece of shit now well perfect. that'd be perfect to sleep with he's just going to lay there he won't have to, <laughs> he won't do anything never
1: rooming with Devin and then never I can't remember who you one said was the third one but <laughs> Shane Douglas <laughs> Mr. I, I ECW.
5: honestly Shane Douglas is also the one I knew least about so
2: yeah well maybe you should do a little more research pal like Bryant I, does
5: I should definitely watch more <laughs> ECW
2: but all right brian you're up
3: well i'm gonna marry rob van dam as well because rob van dam is my favorite person in ecw uh which as a sidebar uh living dangerously the match he has with jerry lynn is one of my favorite matches of all time
1: great rivalry oh
0: it was Oma- that yeah. match was insane oh, yeah.
3: yeah uh but i'm gonna be different here because i am going to kill tommy and i will tell you why after watching all the weird and gross and disgusting things WWE had him do, like, you know, eat a urinal cake and eat people's puke and all that stuff. If you're going to do that on TV, I don't know what weird stuff you're into at home. What kind of uh, weird things you like to eat. I don't enjoy eating stuff like that, so I'm going to kill.
1: Glad Tommy. Rosie's not here after you made some comments like that, because he going to die. diatribe all the weird shit he's done. Probably, yeah. And then I would have to fuck Shane because
3: as angry as that man is, it's one time and then he goes away. So I could, I could deal with that.
2: Very good. Thank you, Brian. Mike, whatever uh, the version of you is, let's go.
0: Well,
4: let's see. We got Shane Douglas, Rob Van and Shane. Tommy Dreamer. Shane Douglas, Tommy Dreamer and Rob Van Dam. So I'm going to kill Shane Douglas. Yeah, I'm gonna kill St. Douglas just because what the fuck? Who who who'd he ever beat? Okay. A lot of them. Yeah. I'll fuck Tommy, I'll fuck Tommy Dreamer because Duke look pretty uh he looked pretty sexy Okay. I'm gonna marry Rod Van Dam because you see who he's fucking right now?
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. So he's I'm gonna, gonna get him. checks. He's
1: gonna get hot checks, yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> his wife likes him to fuck other chicks. Yeah, yeah. Talk, got, talk situation.
0: Two, across three,
4: America, maybe even four or five. Oh, right, chick- I gotta ask Mike,
2: what the fuck's going on with your production tonight? I don't know
4: what this is. No, I can Switch. He um, yeah. Unacceptable. Not, my computer is fucking up, so I switched my cell phone.
3: Yeah, not interested. We're, we don't have coach, so he's trying to take over that coach role with the internet. Yeah.
2: So, all right, James, what do you got?
4: Hmm you don't like the way that I fucking sound fucked up.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Mike Awesome? Here Ooh. we go. No, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm gonna marry to Jerry. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I guess I guess I'd marry RVD. He seems like the more easy going of the uh two or three. And you know, his wife is cool with other dudes uh banging well, anyway. So it would be Mary RVD uh Shane Fucking sh- fucking, Shane, fucking Shane, I guess. Fucking Shane. Why are you fucking Shane? I don't know. Because he doesn't I forgot want forgot who fuck the Tommy. third one was. Tommy Dreamer. Oh Tommy. No, actually, hey, hold on, marrying Tommy Dreamer Thank you Fucking RVD, and I guess Shane is the odd man out
2: Absolutely I am killing Shane, I am marrying Tommy Dreamer Because I love Tommy Dreamer And if I ever have a man crush, that's who it is
1: You would be the better spouse of all of them for sure
2: um, I could be oh, yeah. He watches everything wrestling We're going to chill, we're gonna, I'm sure he smokes weed and drinks We're doing it And <laughs> I'm going to fuck RDD, it's going to be one night and one night only We're going to get high, we're going to fuck, we're going to have a good time
1: Oh, a a one-night stand?
4: But, uh, guys, thanks so much for participating. A one-night stand with RVD and, like, the four of his chicks, right? Yeah. Gotta be a Monday, because he is Mr. Monday
3: Night. I know
2: we're, uh, running into two hours here, guys, no matter how hard we we try not to. So, let's, uh, take it back to you, Chase.
1: Fuck yeah, well, uh, you know, everybody's, uh, <laughs> I look at Devin, I don't know if he's dead or not But you know what it is, just it's time And what's more alive Than Devin's demographics So Devin, take it away Alright So Save us by this pod,
5: boom Today's date As this pod- podcast drops Is November 4th Two days away From Logan Paul Winning the World Heavyweight Championship Jesus, from Christ. Roman that Reigns as Saudi Arabia crown jewel. <laughs> That's my demographic this week. I'm, I'm off oh, for it. I hope you're be regular because
1: uh, there may be a vacancy, and I'm not talking about Rosie's. Oh my god, to I'm gonna chime in on week. this. I'm gonna chime in. The-
3: Can awesome. I make one correction? Before I you chime in, Brad? Doesn't this drop on the third, not the fourth? Perfect. Dickhead. I said
2: the third, didn't
0: I?
3: No, no, you said the fourth.
0: Something. Yeah.
2: I know this I tell you what this is a genius move by WWE it is he ain't gonna win but uh very smart that's all I gotta say very very smart 30 million followers like we said last week I, I, and he I, did fight he did fight Floyd Mayweather so it's not yeah. that weird he did I, fight a real boxer is he the one fighting Anderson Silva too
1: that's his, that's right his brother, brother. That's okay. that's no, Whatever. whatever. I, I, know, the they're, both,
2: they're both athletes
3: I'll chime in with that, too. I went to WrestleMania this year, and there were a bunch of kids, uh, y- younger guys around me, and all of them admitted they were only there for Logan Paul. There's a whole reason they came to the show. My, both my tickets.
2: kids came out for it. Both my kids came out for it, Brian.
3: They watched that part. So I, I, I'm i with you. I get why they're doing it. It's going to get the
4: eyeballs they want. Yeah, it will. So, 100%. Why, do you think um, they're throwing on them? No. 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 There's somebody I don't think he out? has the time,
3: yeah. He doesn't have the commitment to it. He, no. his schedule is lighter than Brock's,
2: correct? And L- Brock's has been better, but yes, yeah, I agree. Okay. Isn't Logan Paul signed to a WWE contract? So is Bro- Brock Lesnar, but who knows how yeah. many dates he has to be at? Like, we don't so know, it was him. Goldberg, right? Two oh, or two months a year.
5: Yeah, but Roman hasn't been on the last four SmackDowns. He's been on one out of the last four. So, Logan Paul's been on more SmackDowns than Roman recently. It's the build. Do you
1: want. You'll do do a build this. Do you want him as champion? Do I want. Every week and watch his ass beat champion. You're going to do I watch every week no matter what. McFuckhead comes in and beats your top dog that's held the shit for 800 days. So, he he is better than every other motherfucker in the company, and you're going to defend that. All I know, I know is SmackDown if reached fucking, four million if you don't viewers You do if want it, then, then put week. it on. Hey, we'll put it on. God Tell me the Izzy last time they reached too. four million viewers. On, uh, I mean, what the fuck are we doing here? You can keep
2: ranting, James. Four million viewers. That's stupid. Four it's, million I mean, viewers. I,
1: I get the match. That's cool. Mr. But, T well, was in on WrestleMania One with
2: Cindy Lauper. And then okay. We're gonna put it on. Uh, They've been doing this since the beginning of time. Let's
1: that motherfucker next. Since the beginning of time,
2: they brought celebrities in. This isn't David This is nothing new.
1: It's ridiculous. It's this isn't
2: new. David
5: Arquette winning the world title. You know what? This is a man who's proven. We still fucking talk fight, about
2: David
0: Arquette.
2: We still talk about it. We talk about the finger poker, Do We talk about David Arquette. We talk about Mr. T. We talk about Sidney Lauper. Nobody's talking about freaking technical match.
1: I'm just saying, do we speak of them highly? Like, Holy fuck, no, shit, but we not shut up about it. We, it, and we watch it. Head. We watch it and we talk about it. There's podcasts yeah, just it's on this it's called The Downfall of WCW. Bound I, Bound on, Bound I guarantee. talk about Stone Cold. The downfall when we put the belt on Stone Cold. Well, I guarantee if Logan Paul wins
5: the world title this weekend Monday night on my local TV news, it will show a highlight of Logan Paul winning the but world Andy title. And then Coffin, next week they won't give a fuck. Shit. Okay.
1: Freaking David Letterman. But Lederman, this week we'll Andy get Coffin. a
5: zillion views so everywhere. Be, so Logan Paul be rating, everywhere.
1: That just uh. Cause uh, it's million? not about one good rating; it's about multiple million ratings more ratings in
2: a is more than AEW in, uh, AEW Friday, Wednesday Impact. All look at uh, look at
1: CM Punk's comeback. CM Punk's comeback had all these millions of viewers. Now, jack shit. So, do you want one? It, it was 1. Big 1. Show, 1 million. or Do you want to sustain 1.2 million. Yeah, and, and not jack shit thousand. since. So, if you're I hey, don't want a one-off, off everybody here, put it on YouTube, off. boy. We'll have one good show, and then nobody will watch it. One good show that makes a billion dollars. Yeah. That show
0: a right. talk about some okay. fucking meat. A billion.
2: Meat. So this time out.
5: This is the most argumentative Devin's demographic stupid. we've ever had. You'll you <laughs> have,
0: you have one good show that.
1: out of it.
2: Adam from Bama talking about wrestling purism when we know it's all about money.
1: Yeah. And Adam, then he's like, so you're I'm gonna, gonna have one serious. good show and then no one's gonna watch after that. Because Adam is a fan of Logan Paul.
2: We'll see what this money makes from the show. But do some meat. See you, Mike. <laughs> you better be fucking good too. You better be yeah, ready, right. Vegetarian. You better bring some goddamn prime rib steak. I, mean, I, I better be, It better be freaking yeah, delicious. I, I don't have prime rib steak,
1: but lasagna. I, ha- I hope I it's fucking like veggie pesto shit. Two, Mike's
4: meat minute.
0: Oh, hey! The
4: one I don't know if I did already, and I'm gonna do a <laughs> lemon, garlic, pepper wing. So what you want to do with the lemon garlic pepper wing? You want to get your um, lemon pepper and garlic parmesan seasoning. You want to get your lemon pepper garlic parmesan wing sauce. You want to mix the mix them up together. Mix the seasoning together. Mix the sauce together. And then you. Um, season your wings with the lemon garlic parmesan wing sauce. Grill them up how you want it. And when when they're done, you um, toss them in that lemon garlic pepper seasoning. And then you eat them with ranch. (laughs) (laughs) You are not doing two, brother.
0: You are not (laughs) doing two.
4: (laughs) I don't know what's going on over there. Hey, right here. cook these wings, season two. them up. Bam! minute. <laughs> no, you're not doing two. I got, I got number two.
1: No, he has okay. to do a second one. You can't just be like, hey, cook these wings, season them. Boom, lemon pepper
0: wings.
4: Yeah. You got to do a second one. My number two is a campfire chow. What do you want to oh, do I'm here? Kidding, it, do what?
2: I don't like
1: trout, but go ahead.
0: Okay. Well, you well maybe catch- a lot
1: more viewers do, Brad. It's maybe not
0: I about I
2: know. The that's why I that's why i that's going to make shut the most
1: moody. Hey, I'm, I'm going to shut up.
4: You can do a catfish. You can do a bass. You can do whatever you want. But you're out there camping. You know, right now, we got perfect weather. You're out camping. You're out camping. You catch some fish. What you want to do is, once you clean the fish, gut it. You know, you. But I you have to, to. Cut the damn fish? Cut the fish. <sighs> Soak okay. the fucking chicken. <laughs> you, you take it, put, put a little bit of butter inside of it, a little bit of salt, pepper, wrap it in aluminum foil, throw it in the campfire. Campfire trout. Right there. Throw it in the campfire. Let it sit for about 20 minutes, pull it off, and that meat right there is coming off the bone.
2: Okay. Thanks, Mike. So, yeah. um, James, next, next <laughs> week we may have a surprise, but we're not sure yet. So, we're going to skip over that part. Okay, pal?
1: I can't. Hold on. Um, All right, so, now we're on the conclusion. Is next week. James, you there? Yeah. Oh, we're on the conclusion, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it just wanted to be like 500 YouTube stars and address the part. Uh, we uh this is i can't see shit through those things you're looking like the future world heavyweight champion undisputed undisputed <laughs> unified you're right whatever they call it <laughs> but yeah this was uh you know the kickout crew i uh, suppose uh shout out to alex Hansel for being on my chest the whole time i know he listens so it's good to you know, promote his stuff.
4: Hey Brian, what are we doing next week? We don't know yet.
2: We have an idea, but I want to find out for sure.
4: Brian, what are we doing next week?
3: <laughs> well, since it's my show, um, I'm going to listen to whatever
4: Brad What would you like us to cover next week?
1: No, 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 no. We have a <laughs> I think uh, we already just mentioned this. Yeah, like we just, just want to make sure
2: with Adam. Week. We have to talk to Adam. Yeah. If you were in the group chat, you'd know. (laughs) That is
1: Adam from Bama, Adam underscore from underscore Bama, because he's still part of the show, not in existence. And, uh, you know, he's under the weather. We're just giving him shit. Want to give another uh, special shout out to our boy, Rosie. You know, we couldn't have done this episode without you, but I guess we did. And uh, I definitely want to thank everybody for listening uh, this far. You can follow us at kickout crew. That is the at side kickout crew on Twitter. We have a YouTube. You can follow us on there. Uh, you know, it's your show. It's not our show. But that being said, I'm going to get to the people who are here because it's also their show. Devin, you're up on the screen next. So, uh, Devin, you know, uh, holla, holla. Tell the people how they can reach you. Well, this was another fun episode this week, guys. Is two matches
5: I honestly had never seen before. Two feuds I was completely unfamiliar with, and the title the ECW Championship that I don't know much about. So this was fun to go back and relive these two rivalries. I'm excited to see what we got in the future. You can follow me at Devin D19 on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, you can follow our kick out crew podcast itself on TikTok and Instagram at kick out crew podcast. Uh, So, yeah, just reach out to us. If you got anything, any questions, message me.
1: Hell, yeah. And, uh, you know, we always love the interaction with our fans because it's the best shit of all time. And uh, I guess I'm going to go to Mike next. So, Mike, uh, tell the people how they can reach you.
4: Well, I'm at Whitaker1028 on Twitter. Hit me up. If not, fuck you.
1: I didn't know Adam and Rosie combined into one person. Uh, did you get possessed by both of them just uh, this whole episode? I did. And if fuck you it. have any meat minute recipes, we're, we're, you we're, know. We're right.
4: Hit me up. Hey, I need some recipes because I'm fucking running out. I have no idea what the He fuck literally
1: I'm did one eat. where you seasoned chicken wings. Like, hey, you cook the chicken wings, <laughs> season them, bam, lemon pepper wings.
4: Hit me up. Allison, I love you. Whoa.
0: Okay. Okay.
4: <laughs> and um well, you know what I'm saying.
1: I, I, do, do. I do He appreciates your support is what he's getting at. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do. We know we do, we do, coach. Yeah. Well, I just wanted <laughs> to clarify for all the, the people yeah, that yeah. didn't know.
4: You got a recipe, hit me up. If not,
1: I uh, I don't
4: give a fuck. I'll find something to do.
1: Fuck yeah. Well, uh Brian, I'm gonna hit you uh next. I know you're the guest, but You know, I gotta say, Brad, he's hosting the show. But, uh, you gotta say the
3: main event there. Yeah.
1: Ain't that the truth? I gotta piss.
3: See, now I'll stall for (laughs) you, Brad. It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, you can just reach me at, uh, at BHarems on Twitter and Facebook. Um, I'm not like you hip young kids with the TikTok, so I don't know what that is or do that. So, um, but yeah, you can interact with me there. And, um, if you want to criticize me or yell at me or, just talk wrestling. I can do that too. So
1: and he is the first two time guest on the pod. Two time. And, uh, you know, Brad, take it away. Well, I'm Brad
2: at yes, man, Brad on Twitter. This was an actually, uh, very fun episode today. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Amy, you can still kiss my ass, but again, you can reach me at yes, man, Brad on Twitter, Amy, we uh, did an FMK today and we mostly followed the rules and, uh, From this point forward, like I told you, it is game on. And I don't care what the fuck Eddie Brother says.
1: So, moving on, James. I just want a second. I don't give a fuck what Eddie says either. And that's not in reference to uh, the Amy stuff. (laughs) 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 But, uh, you know, know, it's all jokes aside because it's your show, the kick out crew, you know, because we all know this. Because when life gets you down, hold on, hold on. I just want to take another drink of the refreshing taste of Natural Light. Yeah, Josie. Or yeah,
4: if we get a sponge from Natural Light, I'm not down for that.
1: Okay. do will learn, learn to this. be down. you
3: learn to be down.
1: I know. I know what
3: this is right now.
2: So come on. Well, when
1: when you know, you know, Mike. Sometimes <laughs> life doesn't go the way that we planned or the way that we want to. But when life gets you down, you know what we do, Mike, and everyone else out there? Well, we kick out it, too. Because that's what we all do, because we're the kick-out crew. You know, all of us. It's your show. It's our show. And we fucking have a great time doing it. We want to thank everybody for uh, listening in. And, hey, if you like what we're doing, be a friend, tell a friend. Because we're only going to get better, my God, after this. So, that being said, I am James Elacori. And uh, on behalf of your show, The Kickout Crew, I want to thank you for listening, and uh,
0: everybody have a fucking great week. See ya. Peace. Peace. Good.